do you need to send your Cretan somewhere? Well then come on down to Skeletor's daycare. We'll take care of your flea-bitten mongrels and make sure they stay relatively safe. As long as the wretched masters of the universe stay away. But here at Skeletor's daycare, we're sure to take care of your- Get down from that! Get down from that right now! Skeletor's daycare takes care of your kids and feeds them with the finest nutrition and- <laughs> Who's touching things? I- By God damn it! Skeletor's daycare will be sure to keep your nasty creatures- Get, get those nasty creatures! Oh! God damn it! Skeletor's daycare is sure to- Come on down to Skeletor's daycare. You really gotta come check it out in person because it- It doesn't- It does- God damn it! I'm going to pick so God damn it! Keep your fucking kids where they belong. I don't want them anymore. Fuck your kids. The name of that podcast is brought to you by the History Channel, A&E, and Confederate Letters. Yeah, shut up, incels. Get a life. Lock the fucking cards. Please say nigga right now. Hashtag <gasps> Tyler. Unveils the Vegas and VS Veal Vault those vasty vassals. My mummies will protect us while you're pulling Beat that shit, Banks. The name of this podcast, that podcast, fuck. Oh, they're done already? <laughs> I knew it. Yeehaw, you're listening to the name of that podcast. yippee ki I hate that. Gone, get em, woody cowboy. Oh, you, need, you need to move. I need to get closer to the mic. We're listening to the name of that podcast, and I'm still messing around with knobs and meters. <laughs> All right. You sound like a prospector. <laughs> All right, now, 49ers. <laughs> We're gonna find gold in the mills. You sound like a nervous prospector. I am really nervous. You're nervous <laughs> by the. This is the first. Are they time. really doing this again? Uh, this is the first time I public spoke. Oh jeez, is that a thing? It's they, public spoke. I like how you went from like southern to prospector to nervous prospector to Morty. To Morty, Morty the nervous well, prospector. Are you recording? Because something's actively happening right now. What'd you say? And this happened yesterday. There. The, there are people that live above me that can't get into their house, so they've been backing the fucking car up into the building to climb on their car to get in through the window. <laughs> That's I amazing. Mean, ingenuity. Yeah, but I always felt like climbing into your own window to get into your house does two things. One, it shows people how to get into your house. <laughs> two, shows people yeah. that you're a fucking <laughs> Here's how I do it, and I live here. Yeah, <laughs> you so can do it too if, if you've got you a were, car. If you were going to break into my house, which I do not recommend. <laughs> Yeah. It's almost you like know, I never thought about breaking in there, but now that I saw how easy it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit, might as well. It's kind of like how Dumbledore gave Hermione that time machine and said, now I wouldn't do this if I were you, but here's something you can do. But if you do it with three turns, it'll happen right. <laughs> but don't you do it. That's like when they teach kids how to make, like, math and shit in science class. Mm-hmm. It's like... Now what am I supposed to do with this knowledge? You can make... They teach you in college like how to make... They don't teach you, but you can find in organic chemistry books how uh-huh. to make acid and shit. <clears throat> yeah. And it's fucking college students, and now yeah. they have the power. Um, what's it? Uh, their fertilizer bombs are like three ingredients, and it's scary. Um, I've don't com- list the ingredients. I've, no, I've committed them to not... I've committed to not knowing them because I don't want to. <laughs> That's too much responsibility. Yeah, I know about the guy... You guys know about the guy Timothy McVeigh who blew up that Oklahoma City federal building. Oh, what yeah. does that sound like? He made a giant fertilizer bomb out of a box truck. Sexy. No. 
kids are <laughs> opposite. Opposite of sexy. Well, or I dead mean, kids. I figured that was implied sarcasm. The fuck! Everybody always looks at me like I'm when I say shit like that. Yeah, I I hate it when I say something off color and people look at me like I'm Timothy McVeigh. <laughs> really. Elton really believes what he just said. Wow, he reminds me of a white nationalist. <laughs> Although sometimes... You reminded me. Um, have either of you seen the anime Dr. Stone? Not yet. I've been wanting me to I've watch that months ago. I've to it by my weird You should. Brother. They uh, show you how to make explosives. And they yeah. tell you it really works and to not do it. I love Are that. Are you kidding me? It's just like how in wrestling nah. they tell you not to try it at home. Or it's they teach great. or when they get really authentic like spells and shit, you know, rituals for these movies and uh-huh. then they're like, No, just so you know, this is authentic, so you probably shouldn't try this at home and then now you got a Ouija board and things are going crazy. I think people should try whatever they want. Just don't hurt anybody. Well that's the whole point. Sometimes it's not you you're hurting when this dumb shit happens. Well, hurt yourself. I don't give a shit. That's, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes it's not you you're hurting when this dumb shit happens. Yeah, because it's like when it comes down to it. It's just natural selection if you want to try something to get you blown up. Because guess what? You're not going to breed anyone, and and they're not going to be raised by someone who thinks it's okay to blow things up as a bit. I was going to say, counterpoint, they probably have already bred, because dumb people run quick. Oh, and then their kids are going to be like, my dad killed himself with a bottle full of tanner, right? <laughs> my, dad Yo, shot, not- my dad was having the best day of his life and shot himself in the face. I'm going to live it as Dumb memory. people be fucking... Dumb people be fucking. Dumb people, like, not only do they be fucking, they're fucking fertile, yo. And they're yep. fucking good at it. Like, dumb people be getting it. I don't know. I mean, like, all the dumb people I fucked, their dick was whack. Dumb ones pound the hardest. Yeah, pounding the hardest don't mean you doing the best, sweetie. Oh, no, that's for Why sure. Why did you turn into Ben Carson for that? That's the, that's the hormone monstrous. I was about to say his eyes kind of look Ben Carson right now. Yeah. Oh. Got me out here looking like Ben Carson. So I'm drinking Rippet Energy Drink, the name of that podcast, brought to you by Rippet Energy oh, yeah. Drink. Military-grade energy drinks. Now, what's the name of the flavor? Uh, th- this flavor is called Lamoner. What? It's called Lamoner. Okay. It's like a pink lemonade, but it's like, oh, uh, Lamone. <laughs> Ooh, we post Lamon. Post Lamon. No. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I just got a text message from this guy who runs open mic nights at Shirky's, and he asked yeah. once everything's back up and running, does my band wanna do open mic night again? Which is a total yes. You're hearing it here first. Wee! My band doesn't know yet. Sure. But we're gonna be doing that again. I'm gonna laugh if like one of them goes to listen to this after it's posted. I'm like, so uh, were you gonna tell us that, buddy? Yeah, no, because it gonna totally know. slips your mind. I got like three group chats with them. They're fine. You have no group chats with me. You're a monster. We don't need group chats. We literally talk to each other. <laughs> I get that, but what about Ty? What's that? What about Ty? You, we should get a group chat with her because she doesn't respond to my messages as much as she responds to yours. You know she's a shy thing. I know, but we know each other. We're familiar. We're friends! We're literally friends! Bitch, I know you. <laughs> I love you, bitch. I'm never gonna stop loving you, bitch. bitch. Like, seriously. <laughs> Give me a freaking bone here. What? But as always, you know, guys, you're listening to the name of that podcast on acre.fm or youtube.com. Metrics say most yep. people like the YouTube. 
Yeah. Thanks. A lot of people don't realize we're on Spotify too. You could just go on Spotify and Apple Music. You're on the Apple Music? We're mainstream, baby. I can tell I can tell my Google Home to play the name of that podcast. He did that and when it played it, he was so proud I he had, played the wrong episode. Wow. I felt the biggest shit eating grin on my face, bro. It was so precious. Like, <laughs> I was just like, did you have to try that hard or did it just, no, like, I was just pull like, it right up? I don't want to do it right now, but I was just like, you know, hey, so-and-so, play the name of that podcast. And she played yeah. the latest episode that was there. No, I thought it was she played the one Well, before. so I, I had just, just uploaded the latest episode as of now. And she okay. she played the one before as the latest episode, but like you know that's just you I know, remember because he had the shit eating grin, but he was like that's not the latest episode, but I don't even care. Yeah, I thought it was really cool <laughs> that like if somebody were so inclined and they just remembered our podcast, they can go home and tell their Amazon Echo or their their Google Home to take care of that for them. And oh no, you've met my Alexa; she's kind of belligerent. Her Alexa gets cursed at a lot, so it's hard to talk to now. Oh, so it's scarred. <laughs> yeah, it's emotionally traumatized. <laughs> Because my brother does this thing where he'll just say something to Alexa just to be fucking annoying. Yeah, he'll be like, Alexa, you're a cunt, stupid bitch. I hate you. You're a fucking, you're an implant. You're a spy, Alexa. Fuck you. You're Alexa, a whore. you're a wiretap. You're a whore, Alexa. Fuck you. Alexa, give me the formula for sucking my dick. And are there meetings like, for like abused Alexas? Yeah, like why are we abusing robots in the year 2020? Like, shouldn't we know better than this by now? Haven't we seen iRobot? Haven't we seen any movie Literally where they the, gain sentience? The only robots I've seen that were good were the robots in the Alien series after the first one. Yeah. Like Winona Ryder? Winona Ryder was a good robot. Um, The robot in the second and third movie was a good robot. <laughs> the robot in Prom- uh, Prometheus was pretty good. Yeah, but the, the first movie had the robot that was like a government plant. So mm. that, that, like, Jeremy had a point on that one. No, like... Oh, right. No, the bitch is definitely a wiretap, but at the same time, I don't plan on bombing any government buildings anytime soon yeah so. i do like super nor- i do really normal stuff like have sex with people by age so yeah <laughs> so like uh, whatever man if you want to know what i'm looking up on my google home or want to hear what i sound like i have an only fans no i don't it's really funny because um because of the people i follow on twitter um none of the people i follow have an only fans but um I follow a lot of fighting game community people, and those people have OnlyFans because you know everybody was just getting into the trend of selling nudes uh, during quarantine. Sure. Um, there's like a thing where like the OnlyFans community feels like while anybody can make an account and people can subscribe to them, a la Patreon, OnlyFans should be reserved for adult activity. You know what I mean? Like explicit content. They're like, don't sure. make an OnlyFans. They're like, don't make an OnlyFans and make it your travel <laughs> blog. I'm like, well. Well, technically, they can do whatever they want. You can, like, eat a dick for fifteen ninety nine a month. Um, <laughs> I understand where you're coming from because... I'm going to eat a bowl of ravioli this month. <laughs> no, I have a friend who I know has been super uncomfortable about her body. She's a bigger girl. Mm-hmm. And... I saw that she like posted an OnlyFans link and I was like, is she joking? Like literally I thought it was a gag. And then I, I clicked it and I was like, damn bitch, yes! She's doing the damn thing. She's... She, not only was she doing the damn thing, I'm sitting here like, girl, you still the same size you was, maybe like short <laughs> pounds. Right. Uh, but yeah, but the same, my point is, is she's like, she, she, in the picture for her profile, cause obviously I ain't subscribing, mm-hmm. but in the picture for her profile, she just looks so fucking confident. The bitch is glowing. I'm like, yes, That's good. bitch. 
I love to hear that people are using the internet for like unsavory things, but like for good reasons. You know what I mean? <laughs> the road to hell is truly paved to good intentions. I was gonna say now it's savory again. It's savory again. Like that's I, roast beef savory. I really like. Yeah, it's savory like roast beef. <laughs> um, How come there's never reports about like the increase in OnlyFans accounts because everybody's fucking poor? Yeah, I mean, like that's crazy too. My whole thing about <laughs> no one talks about it. My whole thing about the uh, the whole OnlyFans thing. I think it's great that people are able to make their money doing that, make their daily bread. I just don't understand the whole buying it thing. Me personally, I want. I understand. Yeah, I understand the purveyor of the goods. I don't understand the consumer. The consumer confuses me because, like, the whole thing about like seeing naked people you don't know on the internet is that you could do that for free and have been able to since so like. <laughs> Forever. That's why it was but at made. At the same time, I'm also always saying support sex workers. Yeah, so. if you want to, but like I don't have to buy that. Not everybody buys. No, yeah, like seeds. you don't have to do it, but yeah. like if available and so inclined. Yeah, it's like I want nudes from people I know, people I haven't seen naked and wouldn't mind seeing naked. Like <laughs> I and I've also gotten enough nudes for free already in life that I don't want to buy them. From sure. strangers. I be sitting here like I'm single, and I literally have no one that I'm interested in. So, um, as Alton well knows, since my last relationship, I've been kind of touch repulsed. At the same time, I'm also fucking conceited. <laughs> so I'm sitting here with a phone full, guys. I got a whole fucking album, unused news. Album. Like, just like waiting Whole, to be unleashed. Wholesale product. A wholesale product. <laughs> Three so, six packs. Fucking OnlyFans. I don't want an OnlyFans. Just hit my DMs. Yeah, she's like. What uh, was the note? What Twitter was the note she got? Damn, mom, mommy, or what was it? Damn, Some garbage. Uh, damn, I remember you. <laughs> oh, damn, I remember you. <laughs> Another thing, uh, as far as I know, anybody can subscribe to an OnlyFans, and while I understand mm-hmm. that by putting my uh, body out on the internet, I am technically making it available to anyone who searches hard enough, mm-hmm. but I don't want anybody to be able to subscribe. I want to know, like, okay, you come in my inbox, like, can I get something? I'm like, yeah, sure, I, you know. You want to screen them. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I, I run a food truck. <laughs> do you want a waffle food cone? Purveyors screen their customers. They do. They only do business in person. You know, on a one by one basis. Sure, there's people lining up, but you know, food trucks don't like send their food to like a warehouse. You know, okay, fair enough. Only fans is the warehouse. You know. Yeah. Can I get some nudes in a little cup of blue cheese? <laughs> no, you got to make the blue cheese yourself, homie. Yeah. Oh. Um, honestly also if it's coming out like blue cheese seek medical attention if uh also speaking of blue cheese if you're looking for a good blue cheese recipe to steal i recommend going to the blarney stone on tipperary hill they have the uh they they have in-house they make their own blue cheese i don't know how to make it but i'm sure if you eat enough of it somebody who can cook better than me can figure it out (laughs) super quick just reverse engineer this shit easy what all i'm saying is please reverse engineer it he wants it i want it it's so good you you guys don't get mold in your cum you don't do that? Huh. It's like, what do you mean my cum tastes nasty? Drink water. I've been drinking nothing but beer and smoking nothing but cigarettes, and I eat lots of I beef like how jerky. I like smoking nothing but cigarettes. Like, there's something you can smoke to make it taste good. Crack. I mean, we're going to have to ask the neighbors. Makes it taste like strawberries. Okay, so I mm. remember in high school, this dude trying to tell me that he had strawberry-flavored Coke, and I'm like, bro, I know that's a bag of Pop Rocks. Get the fuck out of my face. Duh. 
like, what? <laughs> he was like, yo, I got it from the internet. It's strawberry flavored Coke. And I'm like... The internet. www.strawberrycoke.com. <laughs> what grade was this? Tenth. Well, what wow. should have been... Wow, that's actually late. I technically <laughs> never left ninth. Okay, so my the funny thing is, is everybody's like, well, what grade were you in when you dropped out? Oh, uh, well, how much time do you have? Because I, I was technically an 11th grader, had a bunch of 11th grade classes, but I also failed a bunch of my 9th grade classes, never had a bunch of 10th grade classes. So, I don't know, pick a fucking year that's not 12. Speaking of high school and dropping out, I learned <clears throat> recently of a conspiracy Ooh. that people our age need to know about. Our age, not yours. Yeah, um, Eddie. Yeah, old man. Fucking. Who? Not my age. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, a while ago, um, I remember you saying that you didn't watch Blue's Clues. It like alluded your childhood. I mean, I saw it in passing, but right. yeah. Okay. Uh, so you know about the characters Mr. Salt and Mrs. Pepper. Oh no. Yeah, and Paprika. Right. And yeah, Paprika, the child. And cinnamon. And cinnamon and chicken spice. Those are their Wait, children. Wait, they have a child named Chicken <laughs> I don't Spice. Know them. Yeah. You bugging the- I'm looking this up. There's not no chicken spice. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, look it up, and I'll continue. So, um, one and day, their cousin talcum powder. Well, here's <laughs> here's what's crazy about it. Mrs. Awesome. Pepper's mother is named Cayenne, right? So it got okay. me thinking. I was looking at Mrs. Pepper. I was looking at her mom, Cayenne. I'm looking at all their children. And I realized all of these people are spices. And Mr. Salt is just salt. He didn't pass down any <laughs> He didn't pass down any genes to any of these kids. And all of these kids are just wildly different seasonings. Yeah. So what we're getting at is apparently the kids' names should be Lowry's and Adobo. Mrs. Pepper's been sleeping around the, the, the spice rack. How could he do that to him? He's he's a salt of the earth man. He's a very salt of the earth man, but she's a spicy lady. You know what I just realized wow. is earlier uh, I fell asleep watching an episode of Blues Clues. I was at a friend's house. She had the baby. Uh, and so it was showing their interest. Mrs. Pepper likes to swim and uh, Mr. Salt likes to garden. He really is a salt of the earth kind of guy. He really is out there. <laughs> and while he's spending all that time getting his thumb green, Mrs. Pepper's spending her time getting her thumb a very different color. I'm mad you really made me look up chicken seasoning. Fuck out of here. So we went undercover. We went on the case. And what I found out will devastate the listeners. And they'll oh. probably stop listening to the podcast. All three of them? All three of them, Sarah. This really uh-huh. might, this really, really might uh, affect you negatively. Yeah, um, I'm really sorry for that, but that's what it is. Mrs. Pepper's a f- infidel. She's a runabout trolley. Oh. She's a fucking ha- uh, hamster. <laughs> She's a thought, is what she is. She's a goddamn on hoe. <laughs> I just imagine Steve sitting in his like kitchen. And he's like quietly eating cereal while the spice rack's rattling. It's just an orgy of spices. <laughs> and he knows what's going on, but he just doesn't want to work. Coriander's Mr. Salt. <laughs> Coriander is dressed like Starfire. Yeah, and like Blue runs up to the cabinet and skadoos into it. No! I don't like that at all. Blue's a puppy. Blue's a minor. Blue skadoos. He's here moaning and glass clanking. Ew! <laughs> That's unsafe. <laughs> yep, and then like the uh, then the then the spice rack pops open and like the mail comes out of it. The mailbox comes out of it. No. Shovel and pail just and come he out keeps, full of spices. He keeps finding little sample packets around the house. <laughs> I'm calling the police on you people. 
Yeah, so there it is. Blue's Clues Dark Universe. The evilest time. Yep. I'll tell you what that is, though, Eddie. Pretty nice. <laughs> Pretty nice. <laughs> Pretty nice. <laughs> what a great thing. So I fucking love that. So I started watching Mystery Science Theater on Netflix. <laughs> and the first movie they do was Mac and Me. I don't know what that it's is. so good. We'll watch it later if you don't want to. Don't make me watch that. I'm not it making you. I, I'm going to watch it later because yeah. I haven't seen it in years. Oh my god, it's so fucking hilarious, dude. Of course you oh. know it, you goddamn Zenial. He, he, he's the one that kept referring me to watch it, so like I finally did yeah. watch it. And uh, the guy, Joel, in the show, he sounds a lot like Norm MacDonald, so now I wonder what I've actually heard him in in the past that I just thought was Norm MacDonald. I was going to say, maybe it was is it Is it Joel? Is that who you said? Yeah, Joel sounds a lot like Norm MacDonald. And that's the dude I saw, remember, at the thing in uh, Rochester. See, like, now that I know that, that's super cool. Yeah. Um... But yeah, on, I've been enjoying that. I've been realizing, watching a lot of shit. Um, I just finished watching Avatar The Last Airbender yesterday. Um, yeah. Watching through it. like So I remember as a kid, I didn't watch every episode. But watching through it, um, realized that I did watch a good number of the episodes and had a good handle on the story the entire time. Uh, it still holds up to this day. Great show. Still one of my favorite. Like, I can go on and on about yeah. the lore of that show. Honestly, I've been watching so much TV. I want to like do another podcast series where we just do like episode by episode of a series and just grind through a series. That'd be cool. I'd have fun doing that. And I know there's already like there's one thing I can think of that all three of us are very interested in Ooh. that would uh, that would make a good series. What? Well, I'm sure it's, it's been done tons of times before, but not by people on this morning mess. <laughs> um, uh, Game of Thrones. Yes, ah, queen. Oh, don't, that would be interesting. Don't, don't get my spiteful ass on a Game of Thrones podcast. I'd be. I think that'd be fun to do. Is like we just like watch, say like watch the first episode and then like retrospect. Do it from the episode. beginning. Yeah, exactly. Can I do a book comparison? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would love to do that too. So I did read the first book. And that pretty much kind of coincides with the first season and a little bit yeah. of the second season. But that would be fun. Like, But, like, for any any show, really, like, I would do that for an anime <laughs> I haven't watched before. Um, I just finished watching the first season of, uh, I always forget the name of it, it's the Casino uh, High School <laughs> I anime. I that one. Yeah. Oh. So it's fun to watch, like, from, like, a gambling and action tournament anime perspective. But they do all this, like, fan service because for the main character, she gets off by the thrill of gambling. Gross. Yeah, yeah I've heard I that, see. yep. Yeah. That's like Doki Doki sitting here like, they're 18! <laughs> I swear to God! And like, then you're like... You know what I just, uh... What? Come on, Eddie. Well, I was gonna say, you know... <laughs> uh, game of Thrones for me is kind of like a video game that you keep trying to play, but you never finish. Okay, so like, what do you mean by that first of all? Because I'm passionate. Because it's like, I want to play so like, it. I want to play it, and I keep sitting down because I want to play it. I turn it out on purpose, but... I could like really yeah. go either way about beating this game because I like I've I, started it over the save file like I've done the beginning a bunch yeah. of times I know the beginning hundred percent. Damn it, Alton Eddie! I Alton knows this. I will forever preach reading that goddamn book. Yeah, honestly. Oh, I get reading it. Reading it is great, and the show is just like a pure supplement to the literature. Yeah, like is a better way to think about Game of Thrones. Until it isn't. Yeah, until it, until it very fun. Until it oh. and, and I'm looking forward the to the anger. deviation. 
I'm looking forward to when the past deviate because right now I get the benefit of like reading the book and then like watching the show. So that's been mm-hmm. fun. Um, I've actually I haven't watched the show in a couple months because I've been on Clash of Kings. I think I have like 20 hours left in my audiobook on that book. Right. But uh, I haven't listened to that in a while because um, I haven't been doing the things that I do when I listen to my audiobooks. Yeah, I gotta get a okay. piece for Crows on Audible, and then I have the main core series. You want to do me a favor? Put your mouth around here, please. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> so I got like I just gotta get a piece for Crows, which is the fourth one, and mm-hmm. then I have the whole main series Thanks. on Audible, and I'm very excited because then I get to get all of the side books, and I'm telling y'all, y'all don't need to do the side books if you want to do this. They are very dense reading, but yeah, it's it's rich. They it's are rich so lore. good. Richard lore. Yeah, good love. So, something that George R. R. Martin has a lot of time to do is not finish the main story. So <laughs> it's like I will. Uh, he, he was supposed to. His deadline was supposed to be Worldcon for the next book. Mm-hmm. He keeps doing this thing where he gives himself a soft deadline. So this time around, he said, "If I don't have the book in hand by the time of Worldcon 2020, you guys can lock me up in the lake that, or there's an island in New Zealand that has a lake of sulfuric acid around it." <laughs> he said, "You guys can lock me up there until I fucking finish the shit." So speaking of New Zealanders, I was watching UFC with my homies a couple of days ago. And um, there is a fighter named Michael Bipsing or Michael Bisping. I don't. I, I always get his last name wrong. But I was listening to him talk for the first time, and I was just like, "Is this motherfucker from New Zealand?" <laughs> Which was a first for me because I've never been able to hear somebody <laughs> from New Zealand and be like, "That's New Zealand, hundred percent." And what it sounds like, it's definitely an Australian accent, but it has like this weird There's like more. hillbilly. Englishman to it. It's a twang. It's huh. a twang. It's like take an Australian accent and like while you're like say you're cooking it in a pot, right? You're cooking an Australian accent. I and, can't stand And you. Mrs. Pepper falls into the pot. With she, all of her she's horny. bastard cuckold yeah. children. Well all of her bastard cuck children. And that's a new Mrs. Thing Pepper that's. dripping wet. Dripping wet. <laughs> and that a... was before she got in the pot. <laughs> yeah. She's so nasty. <laughs> What a, what a whore. I remember one time when I was working at that gas station. Yeah, Burger uh, King? Yeah. And so, <laughs> uh, basically, there was this dude who would come in all the time looking like a goddamn Crocodile Dundee character. What would it, I don't? I can't tell you the man's actual racial background, but he appeared to be a Caucasian man. Very. Very Caucasian man. <laughs> tribal as fuck tattoos on his face. All over. His whole face was a tribal mask tattoo. <laughs> so, you know, maybe he has ancestors and just came out honky as fuck. Whatever. But I remember I made the comment to him about being Australian because he would wear, like, the typical Australian fucking hat and shit. And he was just all about it. Right. And so I said something about him being an Australian. And he goes, oh, I'm not an Aussie. I'm a fucking Kiwi. Was that from New Zealand? Is that a New Zealander? Yeah, they call themselves Kiwis because of the Kiwi bird. I'm a Kiwi. That's there. There's the New Zealand Kiwi. I'm a Kiwi. Hello, mate. <laughs> I'm from New Zealand. They're aliens. I, no, I love this dude because he. First of all, he was like frustrated that I called him Australian, but after that, it was nothing but sweetness from there on out. From that dude, every time I saw him, he's and, like and a- he used to just. <laughs> Dude, I was in the suburbs, bro. I was in Manlius. They're not used to seeing this fucking face mask tattoo on a white man who's barely bigger than me. So, Alton, what you doing there, bud? I'm taking my belt off because I'm... Wait, wait, there's weed on your junk. 
Thank you. Uh oh. The name of that podcast brought to you by Pick and Junk Clean. Buh? Hey man, that's not me. You're the one with the wholesale product. I have <laughs> so much. Slide my DMs. So much product. An open invitation. Oh. I'm, I just a warehouse. There's like no pictures of me on Twitter either, so it's just gonna be a crapshoot. It's there a grab it bag. These savings won't last forever. Savings. <laughs> savings. A fulfillment savings. center. Great. A fulfillment center of nudie pictures. <laughs> Oh, it'll be fulfilling, all right. Condition this picture lightly played. <laughs> Listen, all I'm saying is I've had a dude pay thirty bucks for one picture. Well, but, Nothing oh, will boy. boost your ego like thirty dollars for one picture. He's a dink. I've like I know nudie prices. They're like fifteen dollars a month, and then like I'll post every day, and I'm like, that's an OnlyFans rate, and I'm just that's like a, also a premium Snapchat. Premium Snapchat rate, and this guy paid thirty bucks for one picture. You know I can give her thirty bucks. A meal for four. Delivered. Almost a fucking egg. <laughs> like, With a sandwich. A sandwich? A $30 a sandwich. sandwich. What are you, everybody who comes into Subway saying they don't give a fuck how much they gotta pay, they want quadruple meat? Mm-hmm. Bro, I have literally rung somebody up for a single $20 sandwich, and I'm like, are you happy with how you're living your life? I, I wish you'd really said that to them. I. <laughs> do you know how much? I just how do you not have subway stories yet to tell? I do. Oh, she's got tons of subway stories. I do. Bro. They just never come to mind. We should do another moment. segment oh, with the music, I, if you I know what I'm talking about. I'm totally down for that. Okay, so you want me to wait? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, give me the cue. But dude, not only do I work in subway, I work at subway in the dead center of the fucking ghetto. All the hood boogers coming to get a Sammy. And oh, you got st- you can write a book. The, yeah, it's across the street from the ghetto hospital. Yep, and right around the corner from the strip club, <laughs> they got two cars ran into it within the same calendar year. One wow. recently. Yeah. Like so many cars get run into the strip club. People Was Tyler them. walking by? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I forgot Tyler. No, he's been hit by a car seven times. Oh, right. that uh. explains so much. No, it doesn't. Oh, he's just like that anyway? Well, if you listen to the two-part series <laughs> on the podcast where Tyler talks about his experiences <laughs> with vehicles. Eat, pray, it, meow. Yeah, it really allows... Yeah, eat, pray, meow, part ones and two. Um, really lets, really just puts it out there. I let you be the judge. Oh, that makes it fun for me because you know <laughs> I like to judge. Yeah, hashtag team Tyler fans really identify with those episodes. Yeah, they do. Yeah, but I'm still hashtag Team Kenny. Um, not a lot of people. <laughs> not a lot of people have met Kenny, but if you know Kenny, you just know he's just objectively better. Oh, I think yep. I, I think well, I'm Team Kenny. Hot too. take. Am I Team Kenny? You can be whatever team you want. I think I'm Team Kenny. You can be Sarah Tear for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> Is that no. a thing too? Yeah, I'm Sarah Tear, and I'm Sarah Tear, Texas Tear, and hashtag Team Kenny. What am I? Danny and whatever else you want to be, really. I want to live in a world where everybody has an equal opportunity to uh, express and identify themselves. I can do that. And I'm in the COVID coalition. Yeah, I'm in the COVID coalition. The Corona, the Corona crew. Eric. What? Yes. Yep. Uh, we row boats. Okay. <laughs> Competitively. <laughs> like the twins from the uh, Social Network. No, like crew, like the sport. Yeah, they crew. did that. Keep up. It was a B storyline that they did crew in the Social Network. I love a B movie. Oh god, that was a horrible movie. How bad of a human partner do you have to be that cartoon Renee Zellweger chooses a bee over you in Not a romantic only a bee. capacity? No, 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 listen, listen, listen. 
here's the part that makes it worse. Not only a B, a B that's Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld, the B, yeah. is better than human Patrick Warburton. And it's like, wow, that really makes you think. That's like, how shitty of a partner are you that a bee oh, is like who who physically cannot it doesn't please, look good physically cannot please animated Renee Zellweger, but she does not care anything to get away from animated Patrick Warburton. <laughs> that looks like animated Patrick Warburton. It's amazing. Um, it's astounding. You're astounding. Gives me a lot of hope for the future. You give me a lot of hope for the future. Oh, you. <laughs> it's like I'll talk to you later. What? We're going to take a quick commercial break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll have more non sequitur nonsense for you. The only thing you come to expect, listening to the name of that podcast. Don't touch that dial. We've all been there. At the Costco. At the Sam's Club. At the BJ's. Not really doing any shopping. We're just there to get a little free food. Through free samples. And that's why here, through the sample box... You're able to have a curated box sent to you every month with our subscription service of free samples. Now you don't have to leave the comfort of your home to get a small cup of chicken salad or a toothpick of bourbon chicken. Every month with the sample box, you'll get a variety of free samples from a variety of locations. So you can have a guacamole spread with a slice of pimento loaf. The possibilities are finite yet endless. With the free sample box subscription service, you can take your desires for a small amount of food further than they've ever been before. If you don't believe us, listen to a couple of these trusty testimonials. Yeah, first I tried these out and uh, it just puts me in the mood for meatballs because I get a tiny bit of meatball. It's not worth it. It, it I just want meatball now and now I have none. I'd rather have had none at all. Yeah, so when I got my box, I mostly just used the pimento loaf as a paperweight. Um, all the other stuff, like, I really wasn't into it. Um, I'm a vegetarian. I got a lot of meat on a toothpick. But uh, other than that, you know, pretty all right pimento loaf paperweight. What I do is I collect the toothpicks and I name them because I don't have any friends. Isn't that right, Gretchen? <laughs> uh, Gretchen, you fell. The free sample subscription box is exactly what you're going to need to get small amounts of food in your mouth, in your home, on your time. So what are you waiting for, everyone? Join the movement and get a free sample subscription box for only $49.99 a month. You can get free uh, samples sent to your home. Free sample subscription box Brought to you by High Fiber Diets and Separate But Equal Textbooks. Delicious. You're listening to The Potato Patch. Introducing your host, Spud Russet. Hey everybody, welcome to The Potato Patch. I am your host, Spud Russet. And we have a stack show for all you spuds and taters today. Or as I like to call you, my starchy companions. Boy, it's so nice to see so many potatoes sitting out in the audience today. And what we have for you is a really great panel of hosts only available here on the Potato Patch. Dance break! What?
And we're back from the dance break. Wasn't that fun, everyone? So our first guest here on the Potato Patch, sitting here with your Bud Spud, is an Idaho farmer. Why don't you come on down, Mr. Idaho Farmer? That's where I go. Thanks for coming on to the show. Welcome to the Potato Patch. Why don't you take a seat here? Oh, sorry. My eyes aren't too good. No, that's great. So why don't you tell us what you do? First, why don't you tell us what your name is? Why, my name is Idina Ho. And I'm Spud Russin. Welcome been... to the Potato Patch. Oh. Why don't you tell us your name this... and what you do? Is this for YouTube? No, we're streaming live on Quibi. Well, you know, I was just spudsing up in the shower the other day, and I was just, there's not enough documentaries about taters. And I'll tell you what, you'll be able to listen to the documentary that you have created here on the Potato Patch with your Bud Spud, Russet, that is. Have you seen anything more appealing? I have, in fact, been keeping my eyes peeled for a better potato documentary. I can't find one. Mm. I remember when I was a kid living on the potato farm, my mom would russet me up some grub, and we'd have a nice hot meal every night. You know, when I, when I was a child, my heart was mashed when I found out that potato claws wasn't real. So I'll be honest with you. We didn't bring you onto the show to talk about your profession as a potato farmer in a positive light. We were here to expose oh. you. How do you feel about separating potatoes from their family in the farm? Well, this is why I drink, because I gotta deal with you fucking liberal potatoes. That's right. You're not gonna get away from this. Hashtag, me too potato. We'll be right back. A lot of people think I'm Bill Cosby, but... Uh... I'm really tooth decay. I'm tooth decay, but uh, I'm actually on vacation, especially with the teeth I've been working with here, mainly because some wise guy has been brushing after every meal, and I think the thing that hurts me the most is the fact that he's using Crest. This is an ugly candy bar, Peter Paul's Almond Cluster. It bulges from the way they stuff those almonds and crunchy stuff inside. It's so ugly, in fact, we're not going to show it to you. But don't go away, we're going to show you something. Isn't that something? Believe me, it's better than looking at our candy bar. The Potato Patch is recorded in front of a live studio audience. And we're back. You're listening to The Potato Patch, and I'm your host, Spud Russett. Our previous guest was an Idaho potato farmer who's been accused of separating potato families at the border. And now we bring an expert onto our panel. Uh, please welcome Patrick Fitzconnor from Ireland. Patrick, welcome. Thank you for having me. So, Patrick, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and what your name is? Well, my name is Patrick O'Connor. I think. Oh, it's Conor O'Patrick. Really, I don't care. Just don't call me late for potato dinner. Um, okay. So why don't you tell us a little bit about what makes you a potato expert? Well, I'm very happy you asked me, Spud. And must I say, your name is beautiful and delicious. 
So I am an expert on potatoes simply because I am Irish. And that is everything you need to know about potatoes. What you laughing at, farmer? Look at this fucking foreigner here. Oh, He's you really frying oh, me Oh, you up. think you're all high and mighty because you have acres of potatoes, far as I can see, can you? Hashtag hash brown, am I right? We have a Get name for your types back home. We call you pricks. <coughs> back home in Ireland, home of the potato, where the original potato was born. You're both liars and shysters. The original potato is oh. from Peru. You stole it from us. Who said that? Stand up right now. What's Show me who said going that. On here? It was I. Who are you? What's your name? That's not important. Just know that your people stole from ours. It was our main crop, and then they took it to feed you. Shut up, you filthy Scott. I'm Peruvian. Oh, You're all the same to me. Why don't you simmer down too, farmer boy? I'll shoot the fuck out of you, you I'll take your belt and whip you with it. I'll give you 40 lashes like your whore mutter should have. All right, guys, this show's derailing. Our panel's really getting out, getting out of control here. We'll be right back after a brief commercial break, and also after we figure out... I don't out, want him on my soil. We'll figure out who that Peruvian in the audience is. And you're listening to The Potato Patch. I'm Spud Russet, and we'll probably be done after this. Larry Cheese works at a dairy plant, quality testing milk. He's a happy man with a simple life and a good job. He loves his wife and he adores his family. Larry Cheese is a simple man. Oh my God, what, what is that? What's going on? Are we trapped in here now? I don't know. It, Larry, do something. I'm trying to rattle the doors open. Oh my god, I'm, I'm freaking out. I'm gonna die in here. I need a cigarette. Wait, Look, wait a minute. Oh, we didn't cover this in cop training. No, I think it's fine, guys. I think the elevator just made a noise. No, yeah, no, we're totally on the bottom floor. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, we're, we're oh, here. Oh yeah, look, they're opening now. All right. Finally down in the research and development lab, Wilma, Bam Bam, and Larry begin their work. This is weird. So the elevator just stopped work. It works. That's okay. No, I'm, I didn't write it. I was just asking. No, 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 I wasn't. No, like, yeah, yeah. They're they're in the lab, and here we go. All right. Why don't you guys show me around? Tell me what you've been spending our government money on in this research and development facility. Oh, well, I, I just invented the quadruple-churned butter churn. What's that? It's very delightful. That's really cool. Wilma, what have you been doing? Just standing around? Uh, <laughs> what have you heard? Who told you? What have you been working on down here? Uh, 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 I mean, you're familiar with Greek yogurt, right? I love Greek yogurt. Well, have you ever had Italian yogurt? I'm listening. <laughs> it, it, it's like that, but it has oregano in it. I gotta tell you guys, I'm really impressed with what I'm seeing down here in the research and development lab at the milk manufacturing facility. What's this over here? Where's Bam Bam been all day? Oh, uh, Bam Bam, sir? Yeah, Bam Bam, my favorite. Uh, I haven't seen him since breakfast. What's he been working on? 
I, there was that thing with the milk. What was it? Uh, the, the 4%? Fucking, uh, 2.5%? It was the 3% milk, I believe. 3% milk? Ah, Bam Bam's always ambitious. That's why he's my favorite. That's why he's uh, Bam Bam. But I just worry about it, manager, to be honest. Uh, can you imagine if someone that was lactose intolerant got his lips on that milk. Well, good thing we don't have to worry about that here. We have a stone-cold vetting system at the milk manufacturing facility. No one who is lactose intolerant can possibly work here. They're not even allowed to walk oh. through the door, are they? Well, either way, you guys have been doing a great job down here. You keep up the great work. I'm going to go back up to the main level. And uh, somebody do something about the two-headed cow upstairs. I don't like it. Later that day, Larry goes to check on Bam Bam inside of the secret lab. That's more secret than the research and development facility. You know, guys, I gotta say, like, I didn't go to college for writing or anything, but the exposition in this seems really bad. Bam Bam. Bam Bam, where are you? Are you over here? Bam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Three <laughs> percent. It can't be done. They said it was bam, crazy. Bam, bam! What are you? You're, ta you're talking nuts. You're talking. <laughs> oh, what's going on? Nuts. Almond milk. Ha! <laughs> oh. It's insane. <laughs> Lenny. <laughs> so good to see you, buddy. Um, what are you up to? Hey, how you, we've been working on the manager wanted to see you, Bam. Me? Bam. I'm doing great. I figured it out, Le Lenny. I figured out the answer to anything, everything. It's all clear uh -huh. to me now. Oh. Think about it, Larry. We have whole milk, skim milk, 1% and 2% milk. All of these milks. Sure. The world's, in, the world's at balance, right? But nobody ever uh -huh. talks about what happens if we add more percent. What? more percent what, what do you mean i've been crunching the numbers larry and i can trust you you're a milkman like me you're not talking about three percent milk when i was a little kid my mother and my father they were killed when a milk truck struck them on the highway ever since that day i swore that milk would not kill my family anymore then i found out i was lactose intolerant Boy, the irony. So cruel, Larry. So cruel. But well, I should, Shouldn't you distance yourself from higher percent being, being intolerant? But I promised myself that I was going to figure out a way to bring my parents back from the dead. And I didn't, didn't figure out how to do that, but I figured out how to make the most enriched milk. Pure 3% milk, Larry. Well, I don't want to skim the facts of you, but no way to bring back the dead. With milk, anything is possible, Larry. I'll prove it to you. Bam, bam, can you put down the gun? I'll put the gun down, Larry, but then step up on this guardrail. You see that, Larry? Oh. That's an entire vat of 3% milk. I'm going to jump into bam, it, bam. Larry. No, stop! I know what you're going to say. I have so much to live for. I do, and I never felt more sure that I'll be more alive. Emotional. Please, I'm gonna do it, Larry. Bye. <laughs> no. 
Larry watched on helplessly as Bam Bam dissolved in the 3% milk. Him being lactose intolerant didn't really help matters at all. He couldn't do anything as he watched him slowly dissolve bones and all into the 3% milk. Holy shit! Bam Bam died? Oh my god, this, this story is getting pretty good. Alright, no, like, this is good. This is good stuff. What about his family? Oh man, I can't wait. This is good stuff. Um... Tune in next week, I guess. Holy shit, the Milky Man's getting pretty good now, guys. Um, you know, I had some doubts. I had some doubts about the uh, the first episode, and I think this is going to be pretty good now. Um, did you guys get my note about uh, calling it a miniseries? Yeah, 18 parts seems like a lot for a miniseries. A dolphin that is also a detective. Detective Dolphin investigates a murder at Stephanie Cephalopod Saloon. As he learns more about this case, however, the deeper he dives into the dark underbelly of society, the deep sea. A rookie has no idea what he's doing out there in the deep, deep blue sea. Who's going to help the kid? What's going to become of the maritime mammal? This is Deep Sea Detective on A&E. Hey, oh, how are you doing there, young dolphin? I've, I've been better, boss. Oh, that sucks. Here, welcome to my establishment. Have a free slice. Hey, I'm, uh, by the way, Finney Youngman, and I am an anchovy at your service. Pizza master, lay it on me. What can I do to help? I got a couple of cadavers on court I need some information on. No, uh, you want any spice on that pizza I just gave you, more importantly. Yeah, can I get some garlic pepper and cayenne? All right, Lee. Hey, in the back! We need some for the lovely young dolphin, as you were saying. We found a couple of stiffs, you know, I, I, we saw on your traffic cam across the street from the establishment oh, that they oh, came in together. Oh, before that, uh, here is a napkin. Let me uh, spread it along your fin. Anyway, you were saying... So we observed on the traffic cam across the street from your establishment that they came in together approximately eight... Per Holy uh, shit, yeah, was uh, that a gun? Oh, that car just backfired. Hey, sorry. Oh, cut the malarkey, anchovy. You sling <coughs> flies like you sling pies. Tell me what you know about these fucking stiffs. Hey, hey, so much hostility. I, uh, I, I was just trying to give you a nice pizza here. Do you want some more spice? Hey, hurry up with that spice from I the I want back you to row. spice me with information, Finny. <laughs> well, let me sprinkle a little knowledge after you finish this slice, because I've got a fresh one in the oven, and it's going to be even better than this batch. He's a sex addict, and she's Scarlett Johansson. This summer, Don John, the movie, in theaters. He's a sex addict, and she's Scarlett Johansson. This summer, coming to theaters, Avengers Endgame. He's a sex addict, she's Scarlett Johansson. This summer, coming to theaters, The Other Bowling Girl. 
he's a sex addict, and she's Scarlett Johansson, coming this summer, and every weekend, Saturday Night Live's Colin Jost is dating Scarlett Johansson. Gross, is he? <laughs> yeah, he really is. That's hideous. What? Leave Colin Jost alone. No, I was about to say, I'm not... I'm not saying it's hideous for her. I'm saying it's hideous for him. What? Scarlett Johansson's a dime. Yeah. What's saying everything, Chief? What's she do? What's what's she do? She should be allowed to play Harriet Tubman if she wants. She should. Oh, <laughs> shut up, Alec Baldwin. I don't give a sh- <laughs> Like, she shouldn't, but she's she can if she wants like, to. Like, legally you're allowed to. That doesn't mean it's a good idea that it'll be well-received, lady. Listen, if Scarlett Johansson wants to paint her face up and play pretend like she was a slave... That's on her. I don't think it's right, but it's her right as an American. <laughs> it's her right as an American. It's my right to call her a cunt about it. That's right. Freedom of speech goes both ways, you whore. Mrs. Pepper. Scarlett Johansson <laughs> in Jane Crow. Scarlett Letter Johansson. He's a sex addict, and she's Scarlett Johansson. This summer, Blue's Clues. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you forgot to do the best one. He's a sex addict, and she's Scarlett Johansson as a cell phone. Coming this summer. Her. Joker. 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 I hardly know her. Joker. I hardly know her. I can't. I love the movie Her for a couple of reasons. So my personal experience with that movie was watching it at my old place when I just moved in. Maybe like a couple months living there. Cass comes home, and I'm watching Her. She goes off into her room because, like, I, I'm at this point, like, the living room is kind of just set up for, like, one activity at a time. <laughs> so, um, I'm watching her. She's off in her room. And then it gets to the sex scene in the movie, which is just only loud and sex sounding because he's fucking his AI or he's fucking his operating system. I thought he was fucking a girl. No. So, in her, um, the first time that they hook up, it's his operating system and him, and they're just imagining it. Okay, because yeah. I'm pretty sure at some point in this movie, don't they hire, like, a quote-unquote body double I don't to remember act, like, a flashlight, and Be- she's going to make the sound? Because here's the funny part. So, I had the movie up pretty loud, um, and then the fucking sex noises start. And then you're like, oh, fuck, shit! Well, yeah, that was, like, my first internal reaction. Like, oh, now Cass is going to think I'm just watching porn in the midday. And little did you know the habits that ensue. <laughs> right. So then, like, I'm like, I can do one of two things right now. I can turn it down. Now it really seems like I'm watching porn. If or it's you just, can double down and turn it up. Or I can just sit there. Because like if it's just a movie with a sex scene, it'll be over soon. But like, you know, we Did don't know we don't know where the boundaries are yet. It was they climaxed. Hello. Yeah, just ah oh, oh you're a phone. Oh oh that's what it was like. This is how people really It really it. sucked when they said this is not a porno. Or this is the porno. Oh, this is not porn. I, I love you. Cortana. Alexa. Cortana? Alexa, I love you. <laughs> is Cortana the first Alexa? Uh, she was the Windows 10 assistant. And she got her name from the thing in, uh, what's it called? She she Halo. got her name from Halo. She was the operating oh. system that died in Halo. Oh, I didn't know she died. Spoiler alert. <laughs> It's Halo. Who it's gives been a 20 shit? years and also it's Halo. It's Halo. That's the first reason. That's right. Hot take from the name of that podcast. It is rep- This view is represented, representing of all of us. Halo's ass. I can get behind that. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I can get behind a lot of things, including this one. Halo's ass cheeks. The bumbling <laughs> fucks. 
<laughs> the drizzling shits. I wasn't gonna cough until you said the bubbling butt. Yeah, I've never heard that one before. So, Eddie, I found out that I have an uncanny ability to coin phrases. <laughs> oh, yeah. How's that? Um, no, it's just it just comes to me naturally. Um, I forget. You just be saying yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. I just say really, really catchy things. Like one day, uh, Danny and I were talking about something, and I was like, "Nah, I don't really have any bad." Malice. I don't wish her no ill will. I just wish her some Drake lyrics and keep it moving. And then he and she was like, "Yo, nigga, you need to tweet that." Uh, I was so happy when I saw you did tweet that. Like, yeah, I just I, just, I wanted to retweet it. Just never mind. I have the best words. <laughs> yeah, but like you actually do. I have good words. You're very articulate. I'm articulate. I remember one time a mutual, not a mutual friend, a guy that we both know that Alton seems to enjoy far more than I do. We were all hanging out getting drunk. This dude's causing fucking havoc because he's having a mental breakdown at the same time. Uh Uh-huh. And he's talking to you and he's like, you know, Alton, it's surprising how articulate you are. And you looked him in the face and was like, why is that? And he was like, well, you know, because you're... He literally said, well, because you know you're black. He's like, you know, because you're black. (laughs) I didn't think you could talk so because black people don't. I'm like, well, that's fun. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, thanks for, for com- that, <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming over to my house to tell me say, that. <laughs> and here's the thing. I'm looking at you like, damn, you're a good one for letting his ass in the door. Because we showed up. I'm hanging out with a mutual friend with the dude and the dude. We go to Alton's house. We go to Alton's house. And the way... All of them, I don't know if you were in the bathroom or if we thought you fell asleep, because sometimes you'd do that when we were on the way. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a couple calls and pounding on the door, you'd come over. But we, he didn't just pound on the door. He pounded like, your house is about to get raided again. Like, oh, I remember this now. Yeah, and so Alton opens the door to see who the fuck is pounding on his shit, looks us in the face, closes the door, and locks it before we all have the chance to react. <laughs> and so I called him and was like, so can you let us in? And he, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, that was Mondo, not us. And he goes, whatever. He unlocks the door, looks at us and goes, okay, thank you for doing that nicely. Blah, blah, blah. Like, you were not letting us in that house well, like, until you show, he, you were showing he could act right. Well, yeah, because it's like, I'm a pretty laid back guy. Generally, I just like him big on principle. That's all. You know, just like who, who you don't like you don't like trash going on what's yeah, wrong with you that's it i don't like fucking trashy behavior and people being dickheads to and around yeah. me well the whole part was is you know i hate his ass like i mean sweet dude but like <laughs> makes me uncomfortable he's a lot he's a he's like three handfuls for each person and you got big hands yeah like he's three handfuls wow. for me so like i'm looking at all like please let me in this fucking house because i need to be some physical distance between me and homie. I remember like, that night now. Other things happened <coughs> that night. Uh, I remember but that con- being there. But that content's for our Patreon subscribers. Sexy. Yeah. So what oh, we'll yeah. do is... Since, so the uh, nudes will go on Patreon and the podcast content will go on OnlyFans, right? No, the the podcast content will remain on the channels it's on. You're an independent no, contractor. Ex- you, you, like... You can do your nudes, like, I can contribute some oh, nudes. Oh, we're not doing a sound we, we can do, like, a mixed gallery, you know what I mean? Like, you get, like, a couple, you get, you di- ever see that get dick pics and titty pics, black dick pics and white titty pics. And we got everything We'll, like, need. do the package deal. They're like, hey, can you do other stuff with that? They're like, for extra. They're like, all right, I want you to put the dick fingers in between the titties <laughs> and take a picture. I bet you said the dick fingers. <laughs> They're like, you sure you don't want the dick? They're like, yeah, I'm sure. 
Yo, sometimes I'd be looking at his shit like they ain't even circumcised. Like, look. Yeah, look at my wow. uncut fingers. I destroy. <laughs> I destroy a damsel. A damsel. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> ain't no damsel coming near you. Ain't no damn damsels coming near you. Out and the only girls you attract are married women and mentally ill people. I mean, I wasn't yeah. going at that. Don't forget bitches with bad boyfriends. Yeah. There's that, yeah, yeah. I attract a lot of married women, people in bad relationships, and uh, girls with, like, a lot of fucking problems. But I have problems, too, so I'm willing to put up with that. To an extent. Now, yeah. Yeah, I have a higher tolerance for people's baggage. <coughs> it's fun, though. He's slapping his dick, y'all. I'm not slapping my dick. I was slapping my lap where people assume my dick is. I got normal penis. I'm tired of these. I'm tired of these harmful stereotypes. No, my favorite like thing is when Alton finally gets to rant about like, stop assuming my my cock is huge. I know I'm big. God damn it, my dick is normal. It's very normal and nice. It's not intimidating. It's like it's like a pit bull. Huh? Yeah, you know a rescue pit. Uh, So you're adorable. Which kind of rescue pit? There's angry, I will eat you because of my trauma rescue pit, and then there's, I love you, please just love me and feed me. This pit bull's seen some shit. It's not, like, so fucking far gone that it can't be loved again. It's still got both its ears? It's got both its ears. Um, It didn't see fights, but it saw abuse. <laughs> it's been beat. Yeah, it, my, this, this pit bull's been beat a lot. Twice daily if needed. <laughs> Only twice, wow, Sometimes it'll be like, oh, right. Be- sometimes the dog will get beat right before bed. And then, like, its owner will wake up in the middle of the night and beat it again. That's a mood. And then fall asleep and wake up 20 minutes later and be like, oh, not enough, huh? So, yeah, that's... I can't wait to go home and make my pit bull spit. Yeah, I can't wait to beat the spit out of my pit bull. Um. <laughs> Michael Vick. Michael oh, Dick. Dick. Uh, have issues. Seek sex therapy. Sex therapy? Yeah. You like I wake up every twenty minutes on the clock to every beat my twenty minutes. Beat. Hey Google. Don't Set an alarm. Don't summon the demon. <laughs> Set an alarm for twenty minutes. Every twenty minutes. Forever. Forever. Forever ever? That one scared me. Yeah. So uh we were watching Tiger King the other day and uh being on drugs. As we're one to do. The fun drugs. Yeah, the good stuff. Meth, heroin, crack. The big three. Hey, I stopped meth after I stopped taking Ritalin in high school. The Mount Rushmore of drugs. (laughs) Meth, crack, Ritalin, Adderall. These are the elements. (laughs) The four pharmaceuticals lived in harmony. Until meth. Until meth attacked. Everything changed when the meth nation attacked. Right, and then the drug avatar who could take master of all four drugs. You leave my brother alone. <laughs> Wait, so like, is the avatar state for a drug user just like when you're wilding out on PCP and the cops can't re- uh, detain you? Yeah. Yeah, it's the avatar state. Because mm. if you die in the avatar state, there could never be another avatar. That's why they're, they're apt to get away. That's why. They, have you ever seen that video? It's a grown man. He's sitting there. He's got a cigarette in his mouth. He's not like screaming or not, but he's sitting there like, bitch, I'm going to fucking get you. And then he calms down, right? They hit him with the taser and he's just calm. He twitches a little bit. And then he uh, just puts his cigarette to his mouth, takes a puff, looks at the woman who called the cops and is like, I'm coming for you, bitch. And then drops. My, my favorite wow. drug, My favorite drug user 
and cop um, interaction is this guy who's in his underwear and there's like three cops frantically wrestling with him on the corner. <laughs> and the cops really look like they got him dead to right. But this guy keeps greased up deaf guying his way out of their grasp to the point where like he's on the ground wrestling around with the cops and he's got tasers sticking out of him and he's just like eating all of it, ripping the tasers out, peeling away from the cops and just sprints the fuck away. The cops are all tired from wrestling this guy down and failing. And these aren't like old donut <laughs> No, no, no. These are like good, solid, shoot a black man immediately cops. Like That's good. That's donut cop. No, ah. I'm talking about like good, like, good cops. I can't stand you. <laughs> I'm talking about good cops. Good, decent. Good guys with guns. Good guys with guns. Yeah. Yeah, and he just runs away, and they're all super tired. They didn't even chase him because they were tired. I would have let his ass go too. There's this one I saw that kind of looked like Quentin, and it was uh he was like running away, and he's like, "I'm the uh I think he said I'm the banana man or some shit like that." And once the cop caught him, <laughs> he grabs him. He's got him on the ground, and wait, what's the bathroom? Oh, sorry. She wasn't passing Even the it, cop ladies and gentlemen. Wasn't like uh, it's just the banana man. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. It's just like the alligator man. <laughs> and he's like the guy is like super flamboyant, and so he's sitting there like, "Shit, you cute." So, oh, he was like, "Stop grabbing my booty hole, man!" Oh, he called him the booty hole man. The booty old man. He said something. Oh, <laughs> what, what you doing down there, booty hole man? <coughs> mm. So is that like the Milky Man? It's like the Milky Man's cousin. I was going to say it's better. It's his like Hannibal Lecter cousin that they keep locked away. Oh. I like you. We'll find out about him in the next and series. And I like The Booty Hole Man <laughs> is like the Moriarty of the Milky Man. I don't like yeah. that at all. <laughs> he's lactose intolerant and he's here for a vengeance. Oh, you think, you think Bam Bam should come back as the Booty Hole Man? Spoilers! I, well, if you, it probably won't even happen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want a guy named Bam Bam coming after my booty hole anyway. It's why it's perfectly thematic, like, synchronicity. It's scary. It's like the pee pee poo poo man. (laughs) I don't know what that is, and I don't care to know. It's fun. Watch Um, it, Mr. Booty Hole Man. Get out of here, Mr. Booty Hole Man. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm sending this to you for later viewage, Eddie. For posterity. Alright. Posteriority. Yeah. That's the booty hole names or the booty hole man's name because he's Moriarty posterity. Posterity. Posteriority. Posteriority. <laughs> that sounds like raviolis. Posteri, posteri, give me the booty. <laughs> give me the booty, SpongeBob. I mean, the Krabby Patty secret formula. <laughs> oh. Spoiler alert, kids, the Krabby Patty secret formula is ass. I think it's Pearl's Bob. I think it's just crabs. <laughs> Other crabs? Yeah, like, it's a crab, pa- like, a, what's it called, crab cake burger. Oh, it's because there's no other crabs but Mr. Krabs and his mom. Yeah. She's in on the operation. And his daughter's a fucking whale. His daughter's a whale that he probably, like, adopted from a dead whale. Okay, so did you, okay. Because crabs are two- bottom feeders. They eat dead whales. No, there's this really sad, uh, like, it's a little comic that somebody drew on facebook uh-huh and it's like mr krabs going you know the hooks episode no and so it, they're going to the hooks and you see a dead whale floating in the hooks and then you see like a little baby with a blonde ponytail whale and he's like oh your mother died Let, i got you you're safe now pearl pearl 
And I'm like, why are you all, like, deepening the fucking Spongebob? Yeah, stop making Spongebob lore. What, you, know, you know what I found out yesterday, Eddie? What? That there is a rich and robust 51-year <laughs> Scooby-Doo mythos. Stop. Oh? It's amazing. Shaggy's the god. No, um, Scooby-Doo is, like, some alien god. And like real Scooby Doo lore, it's not like a fan theory or anything. No head cannon. This is this real is canon. Canon. Scooby Doo descends from an alien god. That's why he can talk and do like okay. things that animals can't normally do, like run at top speeds and be a fucking can't like Scooby Doo hipster stoner dog with talking powers, or eat a sandwich as big as a bus. Yeah, he can do all Does of these. That mean- Scrappy's also an alien? He descends from the same aliens. Okay, yeah. so Scrap that makes the movie make so much more sense. Yeah, so what's really cool about that is how they like how they relate it to the real world is that's in the Scooby Doo universe. That's how you end up with things like the Egyptian gods, which were all depicted as like human bodies with animal heads. That's because the aliens themselves can't like take human form. They don't have a form. They can only take like animal forms so um, for some reason for some reason in the lore like they couldn't like take human form i don't like that yeah that's why when they tried they just ended up with like animal heads yeah something about how um how powerful they are as like cosmic beings and um how how the humans are able to perceive them no it's almost like how um humans can perceive it in only so many ways and it can only present himself to humans well that's what i was getting at or itself to humans he's in like so many ways eldr- scooby-doo is an eldritch horror he's not an eldritch horror. Oh. he's an eldritch he's not a horror i guess related to like if it's like inspired by it's scooby-doo for crying out loud scooby-doo so is scooby-doo's version of an eldritch horror. it wouldn't surprise me that like there's like lovecraftian inspiration in the scooby-doo um, mythology. i don't know if you've noticed but yeah lovecraftian inspiration and just damn near everything these days so this reminds me of an experience I had at Gen Con last year. Speaking oh, of HP Lovecraft, oh, and I'll let you guys decide if this is a good or a bad story. But being at Gen Con, it was an amazing experience for me mainly because of all how much work everybody who cosplays puts into their cosplays, and it yep. was cool to be able to see that on a national stage. Um, I took as many pictures with as many interesting cosplays as I could come across and one that stood out to me was a guy who was hp lovecraft but his whole aesthetic was all like plushy things so he had like he had like a cloak but he also had like a big plushy necronomicon he had a plushy cthulhu and he was very clearly like hp lovecraft right so i get a picture with him okay he He did not have the cat okay so my brother while we were on an acid trip uh, we t- were talking about H.P. Lovecraft in some small sense. I think we had just trailed off on that conversation. And my brother looks at Alton and goes, don't you have a cat that looks like the cat? The cat. Because uh, Google H.P. Lovecraft's cat's name. Yeah, if you know, you know. If you don't, that's Google why the it. name of the podcast is for the kids. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah, fuck them kids. Fuck them. Mount me- Rushmore of Drugs is for the kids. For th- We didn't do the kids segment yet. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah, so my brother looks at him like, don't don't you, doesn't your cat look just like the cat? Long story short, H.P. Lovecraft named his cat Nigger the Cat, and my cat looks like Nigger the Cat. That's not what it was named, but yeah. Yeah, essentially. Like, H.P. Lovecraft named his cat the N-word, and it's, it's dirty. It is just like to me. He's a, he's a bum. Let's not drag it. Anyway, more important story. So I'm getting a picture with this <laughs> HP Lovecraft. I'm getting a picture with this HP Lovecraft cosplay, and as I'm getting this picture, this other guy walks past, see this cool HP Lovecraft cosplay, and he comments on it. It's just like kind of like 
with shorter, stocky white dude. Think like a biker nerd <laughs> without a bike. Okay. Yeah, so he walks past, he stops, sees the Lovecraft guy. He's like, oh man, I fucking love Lovecraft. Lifts up his short and shows his calf. He's got an HP Lovecraft like emblem tattooed on the back of his leg. And he's like, I fucking love Lovecraft. And then looks at us. And like in that moment, I went outside, took my smoke break, come back to work. But I couldn't shake the feeling that this guy was trying to like code speak to this HP Lovecraft uh, cosplayer. Like, <laughs> I'm racist too. He pulled out his tattoo like, I love HP Lovecraft. See it? You see how much I love H.P. Lovecraft <laughs> at Gen Con? Wink, wink, nudge, wink, nudge. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, Heil. Zig, Heil. Look at my other shin. It Angel says the cat own. on it. Yeah, look, look. This other shin has KKK tattooed on the back of it. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I got 88 on the back of my neck. He's like, oh, look, check out this tattoo. Pulls up a shirt and just his SS on his man boobs. I told you about my old coworker that had an SS tattoo, right? That's And then tried to tell me it wasn't an SS tattoo. He's like, no, it's static shock. No, no, okay, so long (laughs) story story short, I didn't like this guy because we spent an hour driving to an orientation and this guy spent the entire hour acting like a cokehead because he was one, telling us that the earth is flat. And you can't see the curvature of the earth. And I'm like, eat a cock. And I'm trying my best not to show out in front of these new co-workers so in this flat, suburban area. A flat earth neo-Nazi in Manly. Yeah, so pretty like, listen, par for the course. So we're taking a smoke wow. break out front of the uh, the orientation place. And I happen to know, you know, homie's got a short sleeve shirt on here. So I noticed that peep the tattoo. And I'm like, I'm not entirely sure if that's SS. You know, it kind of looks like the kiss symbol. And that's how I always remember what the SS <laughs> symbol looks like. Oh, no. Because the two <laughs> S's in kiss is literally it. Oh, boy. And so, like, I Googled it. And I was like, okay, I'm right. And then later, he tried to tell me how funny it was that the little tiny pipsqueak night girl was making racist jokes. Black people jokes. And so I was like... I don't know who you think I am, man, but I'm not the one who thinks that shit's funny. And he's like, oh, no, I don't think it's funny, too. I, I just think it's funny coming from her. You know, ha, ha, ha. I didn't expect it coming <laughs> from her. Like, <laughs> trying to save face. And he's, he literally says out loud, I love black people. And then I said, well, if that's true, then I've got something to ask your ass. And he goes, what? And I'm like, roll up your, th- your sleeve real quick. He's like, what? He rolls up his sleeve to the wrong arm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know which sleeve I'm talking about. Roll up your other sleeve. And he rolls <laughs> it up. I grab his arm, point at the tattoo. And I'm like, if you love black folks, what the fuck is that? And he's like, oh, that's my motorcycle c- club. Like, that's not a gang. That's not SS. That's a motorcycle club. That has nothing to do with that. That and I'm makes like, it sound worse. I'm like, it is a gang, motherfucker. I'm like, you're... <laughs> A fucking cokehead, bro. Like and an obvious cop. Well, let this be a lesson to the. What about this other tattoo on your other arm that says "I don't care for dark people"? Let this let this be a lesson to the children listening to the name of that podcast. Is that uh, racism is still very real, um, but it's not as scary as you think because it's powerless. Because they're cowards. Yeah. My whole thing was, is dude, you're. We defeated racism just like we defeated COVID. That's right. Stay indoors. Hide from racism and it can't find you. When you're a snowflake, you need a safe space. (laughs) Can we talk about how Marvel named its non-binary characters, who were both people of color, I'm pretty sure supposed to be black, uh, safe space and snowflake? Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me, bitch? They're like, I can control the weather and I can comment on it. (laughs) Like... With our powers combined, we will be very, very annoying. 
It's like, even if yep. you're not making fun of us, wow. Yep. Well, it's like people who identify with the term safe space and use it, like, in their everyday, like, um, speak, though those people probably really value a character named safe space, like... I, it's just that, that it feels mocking that they name it that. Yeah, it's almost it, ironic. I, it, they make it all of the diversity. Yeah. And then... It's almost like if Marvel made a character named, like, and he was, like, a super inspirational superhero <laughs> named, like, Negro James or something, or Jim Crow. Oh, you mean Black Bomber? <laughs> yeah, or, like, not even Black Bomber, because that sounds super dope. I mean something no, like... No, the, the actual Black Bomber superhero. Yeah, he sounds super cool. I hate it. Yeah, but I mean, like, if it was something like a slap in the face, like, Negro the superhero, and we were just like, wow, that's super cool, we love him. <laughs> he's it's like he made it himself to make fun of him, and then they're like, what's this? Wow, and he's so like, cool. oh, yeah. It's uh, like he's powered yeah, by... Yeah, it's totally... It. He's powered by fried chicken, and his weakness is work. <laughs> Why? Okay, first of all, you just described me. <laughs> yeah, I you did, saw uh, me like going after that chicken skin <laughs> earlier. I was like, because I, I was too full to finish eating the chicken, but it looked like nobody else was gonna eat it. So I'm like, I got room for this skin. <laughs> Moriarty Chicken Skin was an everyday black man until one day he was struck by a cop. <laughs> <laughs> You're shameful. Uh-oh. You're shameful because now there's a white Hollywood executive somewhere writing that down. Moriarty chicken skin. And it's funny because Moriarty's <laughs> name was Jim. Jim Moriarty. That's and then funny. it turns into Jim Crow. Oh no. That's funny. Dark wings, dark words, you know? Facts. Facts, B. Facts. Brick. Yep. Like brick the- and Moriarty. Yep, brick and mortar store. I like that. That's gotta, what I'm going to start calling the show from now on. You got to build You got to build a retail location. Morty. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta the livelihoods them, depend on our store being open. You got to give older demographics a place to shop for your product. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> it, it, it's, it, it's really important, Morty, that you, that, that you build a physical retail location. <laughs> Remember when you were accidentally <laughs> genuinely talking like Rick and Morty? Because no. you were watching so much Rick and Morty, and we were like joking with you about it. You were yeah. like, "Oh my god!" So you know what I really like? Um, I'm really liking Megan The Stallion. Um, she's a really fun artist. The thing that I like about her the most is that she's a huge weeb. I was about to say she's a fucking weeb. Like Eddie, yeah. like um, you should look up Megan The Stallion in your free time. Uh, probably won't like. I don't know what your music tastes are really like. I don't know how diverse, but she's she's good. Like she's alright. It's ni- it's nice to see a female performer out here doing it. Like it's it's been like a golden age for female rappers in the past ten years. It's That's been really I've nice. Been um, but yeah, Megan The Stallion's a huge weeb. She was uh, doing Crunchyroll interviews uh, during quarantine a few weeks ago. I love that. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, check those out. They're really they're really good interviews. Uh, she talks about why she likes anime. Uh, pretty much, she loves the whole like underdog going through the classic character arc. You know what I mean? Because most mm-hmm. protagonists are wildly tragic in shonens, and uh, yep. she 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 digs that shit. You know what I mean? All the feats and the and the obstacles and like, it's really fun. She's honestly a weeb. Uh, loves Rick and Morty. Probably smokes big weed. Beautiful, bro. It's like it's wild. Like. I, I Goddamn lo- <laughs> time in mind, body, and soul. Yeah, I love the world that we live in, where it's just like everything that was like nerdy when we were younger is just like super normal because we we outnumber yep. them. We outnumber them. We got this. We did it. We did it. We fought yeah. a silent battle yeah, for equal those. rights amongst nerds. 
I say we still should shove them in a locker sometimes. Yeah, honestly. So like I was talking, I saw <laughs> I saw a Facebook post that, uh, about it was like uh, people it was somebody starting a discussion about how they they were bullied. Like everybody was bullied. How were you bullied as a kid? And people were talking about like, oh, you know, my looks, my weight, this, that, and the third. And for me, like, I was always like a witty kid. I could always come back about something dumb like my weight yeah. or, or my looks or things like that. Uh, but one thing that I could never deny when I got bullied about it because it was an objective thing was hygiene. <laughs> so yeah. I was a stinky little kid. And a lot of people were stinky when they were younger because you were, your, your body's developing and you have to, like, take care of that. Um, coupled with the fact that, like, my family didn't always get to do laundry at points in our life and shit like that. So, like, a yeah. bunch of things. You get bullied for being unhygienic. And I think that's, like, the only bullying that's, like... Acceptable. Acceptable. If you're going, like, which you shouldn't. You shouldn't bully people, kids. But if you're going to... Do it because they stank. Do it because they stank. Because not only did it help me become a clean, the clean person that I am today, I know that like people like clean people. Like they're like, "Ooh, you smell good," and that makes up for a lot of other stuff. Bitch, you stank. Sure. Take a bath. Bitch, you stank. Take a bath. You remember that shit? Yeah. Oh my god. Right. It's like it's called speed stick. It's not expensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there it is, kids. Uh, that, that, that's the name of that podcast moment for the kids. Um, if, hey, once you uh, hit that magical puberty age, put on some deodorant. Put a stick on. Slap a stick on that Wash your armpit. fucking hair. Wash your hair, wash your face. Wash brush, your Brush ass. your nasty fangs. Get up under them yeah. fingernails. You know? If you're a plus Scrub size. them goddamn talons. If you're a plus size kid, take a Folds. bath when you get home from school. Fold. You'll thank me for it. You'll Remember think- that song in Tony Hawk by Del the uh, Funky Homo Sapien? That one? song. That one. Do you guys yeah. hear that what, Tony Hawk Pro Skate uh, Pro Skater? Oh no, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two are uh, getting remastered in September. They're releases yep. in September. I hated that game, but only because I was bad at it. Well, now you knew exactly what you wanted to do, but now you're an adult. You probably got better hand-eye coordination. You've met me. I'll tell you what, you'll have an opportunity to get your hands on it, because I'm definitely grabbing that shit. Okay, so my favorite thing is when we're playing fighting games, because you know I'm genuinely ass. And so, like, my favorite is when Alton's, because Alton's very good at fighting games, and so he plays me, and then he's like, okay, let's take it easy on her so she can have some fun, which I will acknowledge. But my favorite is when he leans forward, and I'm like, "Oh, he's serious now." Yeah, it's a it, it's a fun pose mm. that a lot of people take because when you're when you're facing a button masher, it's not a sum it's not like a sum zero experience. It's it's not that you're learning nothing. It's just a it's a good opportunity to reinforce what you know about the game defensively, because a button yep. masher, even if they don't know like how to do the big combos, they know about low attacks and grabs and blocking. So these are things that you have to look out for and. It's it's still something. It's not a some zero experience. Um, but yeah, I try not to go hard on people when I'm playing fighting games because unless I know that person Same. grinds as much as I do, they're probably gonna just like chicken shit out after like three or four times of getting their ass whooped in a row because nobody likes. They them. won't like the game anymore. Which is dumb. Which is like. Which is funny because yeah. I'm like that with every game except Mortal Kombat. I'll sit there and let you beat my ass. Let you like. I'm not <laughs> genuinely fighting for my fucking life and virginity here. Right. Not, no, like, uh, 
Homie will just be scraping me for like hours and he's like, do you want to play something else? I'm like, no, let's go again. Let's do it again. But not because I'm angry and I need to prove a point, but because I'm having fun, bitch. I found out that- I got close on four of those matches. I found out recently that I get the same rush from fighting games as I do playing Gang Beasts. You ever played that, Eddie? (laughs) No. It's so fun. Um, Once we're able to have gatherings, I'll have to get you on that shit. It's okay. It's hectic as fuck. Um, I might bring it to a fight hang and then have some of my homies outside of work lobby up so we can have an eight-person game. But right. it is so goofy, and the, the physics for the game are so wonky and um, it unreli- works. unreliable by design. It's so fun. <laughs> no, yeah. one night we were playing it, me, him, and our friend Ty, Whoa, we were just... We oh. got so drunk that night. Yeah, and we was just like, get him! We was jumping each other, like, just randomly making alliances, like, we're gang up on all, and then gang up on me, and I'm like, this, this is racist! Yeah, honestly, I, I gotta tell you, I like getting drunk outside of my house because when you're outside, you're probably doing something fun. Um, like, I've become a huge fan of going to the karaoke bar. Um, now, saying those words without having ever been to a karaoke bar before, I would have never been caught dead in a karaoke bar. Why? I don't know. Well, I thought I knew why because of, like, how karaoke bars are depicted in film. I love how they're depicted in film. That's why I always want to go so, to them. Yeah, so, like, I wanted to go to it. Um, because I thought it was funny finally but if you don't know what I'm talking about a karaoke bar in a movie you'll see around the end of the second act beginning of the third act your protagonist is down in the dumps emotionally and in a bad situation due to the crux of the plot and they're sitting in a karaoke bar not singing karaoke but at the bar and usually the setting of a karaoke bar in these movies is very dim and solemn with very few people sitting there no, just like a full-fledged karaoke bar most of the time. Like this really? is this is meant to house lots of people, but it's usually just a few people sitting there, and then like one person on the stage kind of singing like. But they're sad too. And the whole room is just like I am here at a karaoke bar only because I'm sad, so sad that I'm willing to sad sing in front of other people <laughs> who are sad. And no, yep. the end is near, and so I think. And then, like, you get the people that show up to the karaoke bar and take themselves seriously. That was a really fun thing for me. The second time I went to a karaoke bar, a guy came doing his best Elvis to the nines. Oh, man. And he he went up there and sang, um, I can't help falling in love with you. And I'm just sitting there like, it wasn't good. And it was a perfect Elvis. <laughs> it wasn't good, therefore it was a perfect Elvis. Just like Mitch Hedberg. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Hold dude. on, hold on, hold on. Oh Can no, I, just I, say... I literally need to get this out oh right now. Oh my god. So she said Mitch Hedberg, bro, right? So when we were Use prompt yeah. Mitch Hedberg. Yeah, use prompt Mitch Hedberg. Beep boop beep. Um so we were talking we were watching Mitch Hedberg and we <laughs> were sitting acid. there. We were high on acid watching Mitch Hedberg. And we're watching, we're watching, and I'm just sitting there enjoying it. And I'm just like, this guy is not funny, and he's doing a really, really bad job. And that's what was funny about it, right? It's like the same thing about what's funny with a clown, right? Um, Yeah. So I'm sitting there watching it, and, like, I'm talking to Danny, and we're like, yo, like, he's, he's not funny, and he's struggling, and he's bombing and that's the funny part because like we like stand-up comedy a lot dude that was my first stand-up like i remember we did shit i think the last podcast i was on we were talking about favorite comedians i was like oh my god i love mitch hedberg right and he like i said first stand-up first person i ever saw on stage make me giggle 
So now I'm watching it and I'm just disillusioned. Like, wow. Yeah, he's, he's just genuinely not good. Exposed with adult eyeballs. <laughs> like, before it was inspiring that he was so stage fraud. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, no, he had reason. So the only inspiring takeaway is that in spite of his crippling anxiety, he still swallowed his fucking gumption, pulled his big boy pants up and did the job. Put um, his big boy right. shades on. Yeah, put his big boy shades on and did the job because the dude abides. <laughs> and, uh... So we start, like, breaking down Mitch Hedberg's material, like, because everybody always talks about shows like Friends. Like, who's the Rachel of our Friends group? And who's the Ross of our Friends group? And who's the David Schwimmer of our Friends group, right? Sure. Um, But, like, who is the elevator, who's the escalator joke of your Friends group, you know? Who's the Dufresne? Who's the candle holder joke of your Friends group? (laughs) Dufresne? Party I love two. those jokes. You know what I mean? Like, like he's got so he he's got enough jokes, but so few jokes that are gems at the same time. Where but you can like, but the ones that are yeah. gems are ones you can just sit there and tell to every friend you got. Exactly. Um, he he's almost got like a touch of like Norm Macdonald storytelling in his jokes. But with I get it, that. it's all completely non sequitur. Yeah, it's all non sequitur one liners. He's like it's almost like Stephen Wright and um, Norm Macdonald fused. Yeah, except Norm Macdonald. Oh my gosh, Norm Macdonald is another comedian's comedian. I think we described um, we described Mitch Hedberg as a comedian's comedian's comedian. comedian. Like I don't know if you know anybody here has ever played Neopets, but you had Neopets, you had Pet Pets, a pet Mm -hmm. for your Neopet, Mm -hmm. and then you had Pet Pet Pets, a pet for your Neo. For your pet, for your Neopet. So, like... he He's the pet, pet, pet of comedians. Right. So, if you don't know what we're talking about, right, there are a lot of performers that are very successful, but a lot of... And there are a lot of performers that aren't as successful, but they're well very known. funny, very well known, and other comedians look up to them, uh, like uh, Norm MacDonald, Patrice O'Neill. These guys are comedians, comedians. They they don't always register with the crowds, but they always make comedians and entertainers. Jay yeah, a comedian, exactly. Comedian. Laugh their ass off, right? Um, Jay Okerson can connect with the crowd, though, because he's an amazing storyteller. I know, but when there's not much crowd to connect. Sure. Um, yeah, so in context, Jay Okerson can also be considered that too. Um, so <laughs> uh, so Mitch Hedberg is, are those guys' favorite comedian. Like, they see beyond, like, the stand-up comedy and, like, see a man on stage, like, being bad at comedy, and that's funny. Um, yeah. And, so, like, to my earlier analogy about, like, a clown. So clowns aren't funny, and that's, like how funny clowns are. That's why a clown's funny, right? So Mitch Hedberg is funny like a clown funny. Yeah, he's funny like a clown funny in the sense that a clown is nothing more than a man who or woman who puts on a clown suit, puts on freakishly large shoes, paints a smile on their whole head, <laughs> puts on a nose, and comes out there and pretends to be this like hilarious, hilarious like oh everything I'm doing is whimsical. It's, it's silly. I don't know what this uh, fucking seltzer water bottle is gonna do to my oh, face. Oh, I'm about to fall in this cream pie. I'm regurgitating fucking napkins, <laughs> like, and who wow. knows what's going on behind that paint? Because slapstick's only funny. Slapstick is introductory level funny. Yeah, and like, what's what? So like, what the clown does and what the clown looks like is not funny. It's laughing at the sad man in the clown. It's suit. laughing at the person behind the clown being a clown. Like, you I'm, chose this profession, and they know everybody's terrified of clowns, but. 
they're still like, I'm a clown. I'm a clown. They, I'm a clown. That's the thing is it's not like it's yeah. the olden days where kids love clowns. Sometimes, no, but some of them were it's terrified. Like we have it and killer clowns from outer space now, and John no Wayne one, Gacy. Don't forget Twisted Metal. Yeah, we have like clowns have a bad reputation now, but like yet and still, clowners still get out there. Nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless, they, they persisted. Honka honka. I hate it. Please stop. If you are... Steve-O didn't even finish clowning. Steve-O. And his whole job was being a clown, but at least he took the makeup off. I'm not saying don't... I'm not saying stop being a clown. I am. Nah, like, it's funny. Keep doing it. Because I'm scared of clowns. when I'm high on acid, it's just, like, endless laughter when I think about clowns. Oh, everything is endless laughter when you're high on acid. Except when we're, we're sitting there like, man, this acid is bullshit until it's not. It was scary, bro. We had some shit that, like, had, like, a delay on it. It was a creeper, so, yo. So, like, we, we oh. dosed. And then we're sitting there, you know, vibing for a couple hours. We're like, yeah, this is, like, fine. But, like, like the, wow. I'm getting a body high, but I'm not getting yeah. no visuals. So we're sitting there not... like, man, we're going to do some more. So we dose again, and we're just like, oh. Oh, man like whatever and then we just like dose the rest yeah, of it we after looked an at hour. each other i was like you want to do the rest of the okay yeah, so we dose the rest after like an hour so now we're sitting there each three three hours deep. in sh- the first two should have activated by now yeah so at we're, least the first we're one. sitting here like man this shit's kind of whack so then we're like laying down talking shit about it and then like all three tabs just felt like they kicked in like one after the other and like was, time release capsules, which is funny because those were actual like paper strips that you had that time. Yeah. Meanwhile, the gel release capsules was just a constant bombardment. Yeah, so we, we did ended it on um, like, Saturday too. We ended up like up for the whole next day, and then no, yeah, we ended up just sitting here literally like, hanging all night, out the entire day, stayed here the whole day, and then hung out the next night. It was funny. Jerry was like, my brother messaged me and was like, you never made it home. I'm like, I told you I was doing acid. Did you think it was? I know we lived down the street, so if I got uncomfortable and needed to go zone out in my bed, yeah, I could walk home feasibly. But yeah, like, that was wild. And then, like, Monday rolled around, and it was time to podcast, and I'm like, yeah, we'll do that. And we're, like, laying there like it's time to sleep, and we can't sleep. No, it's funny. Is you were the one who was insisting on fake sleeping. I could have gone either way. I kind of wanted to stay up. But as soon as I started, like, actually dozing off, you were like, story time! Yeah, then, yeah. Alton just told me his entire childhood, and I love him. Fun stuff. <laughs> uh, Depends on who you're asking, but I'd say fun. I'd say a lot of it quantified as fun. I think net fun. Net fun. <laughs> no, okay, but the one on Saturday was fucking wild. The one on Monday was just like... Okay, so the one on Monday, until the sun came up, I really swear to God, felt like this whole apartment was like doki-doki, where it was just the apartment in space. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there was no actual doki-doki visuals. I was just sitting here like, oh, fuck, the world exists. That's when we came up with the idea for a drug chimera, because we were watching Tiger King, and... Uh, <laughs> They were talking about how people will sell reptiles, but like put bags of drugs inside of the like reptile. they'll cut them open and yeah, stitch them stitch up drugs into them. And I'm like, wow, Jesus! They're, they're so they're using reptiles as drug mules, and then that made me mm-hmm. think about a, a snake chimera, and a, mule. a snake and a donkey put together. I'm like, oh shit, drug chimeras! <laughs> <laughs> it was good stuff. Dude, we thought of a lot of things that night. Yeah, we thought of a lot of things. Oh my god, like, at the whole come down from the Monday acid trip was yeah. us literally just sitting there for, like, two hours straight, Charlie, <coughs> Charlie meme style, just, 
Who are we fan casting for the Hercules live action? Oh my god! Does, yeah, we had a. Can we post a whole link? Yeah, like, we'll post a link or like a picture, <coughs> like, or like we'll just like maybe I'll yeah, just like pop just it up right it up. now, put it up on screen. But yeah. this is gonna be our uh, Hercules fan class. Uh, Hercules fan cast this is what we, we want for the live action. This is what we want for the Hercules live action movie that did get announced. We, but like she said, we cast all nine muses. We cast most of the major roles and everything. But the main thing, the entire thing that inspired this entire crusade was the idea that the or not even the idea the undeniable truth that ken, ken jong is destined to play the role of hermes and the i um, was sitting here like, nah. hermes, like uh, we're all worried about who's gonna play the muses we need ken jong as hermes ken jong as hermes or the movie is no good sure he's like he's the only okay, person now ma- you gotta watch the movie you just revealed to me that you don't know what we're talking about watch the fucking movie eddie i love you what what are you, what is this tough love? I'm mad at Russell. You were just like you were just like mm, mm, mm. Uh, you're, this hurts me more than it hurts you. You can't good cop bad cop yourself. Yeah. Yes, I can. Tell me what you know. I love you. <laughs> what? That's, not, that's how my parents did it. Anyway, maybe your parents were wrong. Sometimes, uh, but yeah. So we started with. Who's going to play the muses? No, wait, fuck the muses. Ken Jong is Hermes. But wait, who's going to play the muses? We start with the original five who were in the movie. By the way, Queen Latifah is Calliope. Fuck it. Let's do this. That bitch got this. Yeah, it's good stuff. Take a look at it. It'll be on screen. I don't want to drag it because you're looking at it. <laughs> um, the one we couldn't get was Megara and it's bothering me. Yeah, we can't figure out who Meg is. Um, I don't if you know. have suggestions. If you have any ideas comments. who Meg should be. She's got to have a pointy so nose and pointy boobs and a tiny torso. <laughs> Madonna. No. no. Have you seen Madonna? I know. Nothing is no. pointy on Madonna her. Madonna looks like she survived a tornado, but her skin was altered forever. <laughs> She's the only one with pointy boobs. She look, Madonna looks like a Rugrats season one character. Madonna looks like a Rugrats character, yeah. Season one. Yeah, it looks like God redrew her. It looks like God took Madonna from us, like Papa Don't Preach Madonna, and then Whoa. freehand drew a new one while holding her as a, like, a reference, but like he drew his hand around Madonna, and then put that Madonna on Earth. Madonna is now Sarah Jessica Parker. Madonna is like <laughs> melting. She looks like a ditto that really doesn't want to be Madonna anymore. Help wow. me. Help me. Yeah, we're fucking kill. We're roasting Madonna right now. She deserves it. And I'm your roast master, Black Jeff Ross. No, don't you're saying is we short should do like a, that. We you should do an acid to... cast. Acid cast. I like we that. Should, we, we were considering filming or recording like the first hour of it, but then yeah, I lost the first hour. I'm not gonna lie, I was half asleep because I had just gotten out of work. Yep. And then Midnight Gospel was on, and I was like, what, what? Yeah, the Midnight Gospel. Have you checked that out on Netflix, Eddie? No. It's really good. We're talking about a podcast series on our podcast series right now. How meta. Oh. It's fun stuff, but it's uh, Duncan Trussell. You've probably seen him on Joe Rogan's podcast. Yep. He voices the main character, Clancy. Clancy is the host of a, what's called a space cast in the show. Um, he goes to different uh, simulated Earths and has uh, conversations with different life forms that are there. Talks about hmm. things Duncan Trussell would talk about. 
It's just Duncan okay. Trussell. He's a cute little cartoon man. Yeah, really, really fun stuff. Um, really deep, very visually stunning. So if you like good conversations about like the metaphysical and the existential, you'll enjoy it. Um, if I will you... tell you, it was not hitting on that acid. Yeah, uh, well, it's because it was early in the journey for us. No, I feel like, I, like so... I told you, I hate that. I hate things that are made for psychedelia when mm-hmm. I'm on acid, and I know that's so fucking counterintuitive. But it's kind of like what we were saying. Don't force it. Go with it. Well, so like I, so it's like I was saying. Um, I think the show, while it was objectively fun to watch, look at, and it was objectively fun to listen to. Um, I think in terms of like going on like a journey while listening or watching this, it's one or the other because your attention is divided on what you see and what you hear. You know what I mean? Um, watching it sober though, like it's really fun i enjoy watching psychedelic animation sober more yeah same that's kind of what i was getting yeah at. i enjoy it more and like i kind of relate what i see to like past psychedelic experiences that i've had um that's what was it called again the midnight gospel okay yeah it's really good um if you're listening right now i certainly recommend it um it's fun stuff and if you if you really feel so inclined why don't you give me the um counter on this podcast? <laughs> I can't stand. Whose laugh was that? Was that Jay Z's laugh? <laughs> Wait, maybe it might have been. Let me see. <laughs> you crazy for this one? Yeah, it was Jay Z. <laughs> you know why I knew that? Because I was picturing Michael Che doing Jay Z. All right, and then we also got Jay to kiss. <laughs> Stop. And then we got a uh, Lil Wayne. <laughs> No, and wait, we got wait, George wait, wait, Bush. Wait, wait, wait. You gotta do Lil Wayne, right? Do the Lil Wayne. Oh, wait, yeah, this is Lil Wayne. I'm on one. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I spent so much time listening to Lil Wayne and thinking I love Lil Wayne so much. No, I just love the hypeness of everybody when Lil Wayne is on. Like, Lil Wayne's cool when I'm, like, yeah. when I'm just listening to him and I get into a song, I'm like, yeah, what's a goon to a goblin? But then, like, I sit there and I'm like, is Lil Wayne still considered a great? Right now? Yeah. Um, I still see him people preaching that he's the best in the biz, and I'm it's like, It's weird, Man. like, I've never agreed with those people that are like, Lil Wayne's the greatest rapper ever. That's like saying... That's like saying, um, for, for, for my basketball fans out there, that's like saying Dwight Howard is the greatest basketball player ever. Undeniably <laughs> good. Will be remembered for his greatness. But what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. Lil Wayne did a lot. He was a trendsetter. Changed the game. Dwight He's, Howard I, saying. I, I want to say that Lil Wayne's a good portion of why we got these mumble rappers. Um, well, yeah, they're just like dumbed down versions of it you know yeah that's what, I mean? what i'm saying and then the ones we're getting now are like dumbed down versions of migos yeah or dumbed down versions of little i think like a dumbed down however the, the 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 trap in adopting that mindset which you have to be cautionary of is lumping up everybody into that category because i did the same thing a lot um i recently found out that um is it tr- I've recently found out Travis Scott can actually like flow like very coherently. Oh, I wasn't saying everybody's like that. I'm saying the trend, like the people that you know fit into the category. Mm-hmm. Like not every new rapper coming out. I'll tell you, for a long time, I was reluctant to listen to a lot of new rappers because every time I did, I was just disappointed because it was just the same old shit. But you know, I, I think rap music in a good place right now. Um, I think it's easy. I think it's better off understanding that some music is only made to make money, and then yeah. like you can just go enjoy the other good shit. 
Well, it really made a lot of sense when Hassan Minhaj on Patriot X spelled out, like, streaming and how, like, well, if I do a two-and-a-half-minute song, I can get more streams. Like, if I do thir- or 20 two-and-a-half-minute songs, I can get more streams than if I did What's that got 10. to do with, like, if a song's good or bad, though? Uh, nothing. It was just, like, uh, it was because it went from quantity or quality over quantity to the reverse. Now we're just pumping out hits, and while they, a lot of them are objectively bops when you're just trying to mass produce and you're kind of worried about stream numbers, you're not as worried about quality. I said as worried. I didn't say not worried at all. Yeah, fuck music. I'm just ripping my ears off. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. This isn't a... Fuck Van Gogh. He's doing both of them. Yeah, if you wanted to talk music on a podcast, why don't you go talk to Anthony Fantano? Who? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, leave it to that. Fuck. Huh? Fuck that him. Guy. Fuck him. It's easier, it's, it's easier this way. Just, okay. Just just roll with it. It's easier if we do it this way. Anthony Fantano, if you listen to the name of that podcast, you scum. You, Eat a dick. You garbage. Love your content, Papa. by the way. I thumbs up most of your videos. I always say pop up my recommendeds more. But this is your wheelhouse. You could talk music. I'm confused. I'm just fucking around. I don't... Okay. I, I'm not... Is that a real person? I'm not married to anything. Uh, yeah, by the way. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I'm a musician, so I get it. I just, like, I have just, like, such an appreciation for music that I can't even, like, I don't even know how to indulge a conversation about what one doesn't like about, like, the music. It's just, like, I like it or I don't like it. It's simple or complex. It's about as deep as it goes for me. Like, articulating why I don't like mumble rap is probably the extent of my music criticism. But, like, not just mumble rap. Like, some metal goes too far for me. Um, yeah. Some gospel that. goes too far for me. Like when they start playing those real high chords and motherfuckers are just wailing and screaming. Now y'all dragging it. While the music like while those vocals are probably the only impressive thing about all of it. Shut up. <laughs> God can hear you already. <laughs> like he can hear you while you're praying. Why you gotta scream so loud? Like <laughs> But yeah. Look how much more I love Jesus than I you. I love Jesus more than you. You gotta sit up in the front pews. That's where they keep the good Jesus. Nah, they keep the good Jesus juice in the back. Ugh. Jesus at home. Jesus at home. I hate that. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> at home. Remember everybody getting mad that they can't go into the house of worship to worship and it's like... Hey, you're just... listening to Jesus at home. I'm Jesus. Today we have <laughs> yeah, just Lilith with us on the podcast. Hey, Lilith, why don't you tell everybody why you're such a slut? Mm. <laughs> haka, haka. I didn't want to fuck old boy, and then so I got kicked out, so I wanted to fuck old boy over here. Now I'm pumping out kids. What you want? Me, yo, oh, me. Homp, womp. This is like a Veggie Tales podcast, and I hate it. So have you ever read the Bible, Lilith? Well, that, you've been listening to uh, Jesus Juice podcast. Please shut up. I'm Jesus. Remember to say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and uh, dot, dot your I's and cross your T's. Don't cross your T's. Don't cross your T's. I'd say you nailed it. More like cross cross your me's, am I right? Hey. All right, guys. Just kidding around. I'm Jesus. I'm out of here. Hey, guys. That was Jesus. We had Jesus on the podcast. It was great. That's awesome. It's amazing. I can't believe can't believe the Son of God blessed us in the heart of the hood. Us agnostics. The hood of the booger. You're the hood of the booger. I am a hood booger. No, that. 
when you were talking about people shooting outside your house and how it was good that you weren't there because your dumbass would have ran out there like a yeah. bugger. Yeah, so right after, right after I moved out of my mom's house when I was 19, um, there was a shooting outside of the house. Um, unrelated to the family, oh. there were just people shooting in the neighborhood. And um, when my mom was telling me the story, like my instinct was just to be angry. Um, and like knowing me in the moment, if there was shooting outside the house, while it's smart to like stay safe and be indoors, I probably would have reacted very poorly by going outside during a shooting without a gun, yeah. wagging my finger, like giving all these giving all these hood motherfuckers a what for for shooting on the goddamn street. I'm like, Get take this shit to an open field. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, if you don't if you don't reduce the risk of hurting armed uh, uh, harmless civilians. Civilians. Yeah, I'm like, you need to get out of here, you fucking hood boogers. You goddamn hood boogers. Nah, nah, nah. Wait, we need to stop using hood booger like this. Hood booger is for non-harmful hood folks who just got the attitude. Well, now rats no, is no. who we're talking. I want to use it ironically now. Okay, well, I'm just saying that that's a hood rat we're talking about. I prefer the term hood booger as a general term because it has a nice, uh, it has a nice pentameter. European well, how'd they respond? How well that didn't happen because I didn't live there. So the shooting subsided. Oh. He was like waiting on the end of his coattails, like, oh, yeah. what happened? And then Did what happened? You? And then I died because I went outside. <laughs> and I wagon. shot the shit because I wagged my finger. They turned on. They they worked together and shot me. <laughs> you united the blood. <laughs> they robocopped me. <laughs> that one's for my robocop fans. They know what I'm talking about. I don't. They're uh, the scene where the so the main character. Robocop, he used to be a whole person, but then he got shot, and only, like, two parts of his body were working, like, his lungs like and Tsunade his brain. Like, Tsunade and... Oh, okay. Like, literally, his lungs and his brain were the only working parts of his body that they were able to salvage and stick into a law enforcement machine. So, wait, does that but mean what's that's funny not his actual it, human face? That That's, like, the only thing that's there that's his. It's, like, his face and his brain kind oh. of thing, and then his lungs. But what's funny about it is Red Foreman is the bad guy in Robocop. Kurtwood Smith? Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood Smith is the bad guy in RoboCop, but, like, when they killed the cop, they, like, shot him for, like, a straight 90 seconds. Like, ah-ha-ha, ha And he's just on the ground, like, blood everywhere, and they're just, like, blah, blah, for, like, 90 straight seconds, like, not reloading, just filling them up with everything, I mean, I feel like that's the smart thing to do. You always see them, like, pop But it was just a guy. It wasn't RoboCop yet. It was just a cop. Okay, never mind. It wasn't RoboCop. Y'all it. Literally, literally. Have you ever seen the Warriors? No. So there's Regular a scene where Warriors come out to play yay with the bottles. You probably heard Warriors come out to play. Yeah. You've heard that before, right? So that's a scene in the movie where the main villain is beckoning the Warriors in this abandoned town. You know, like, come out to play yay. And, Yo, um, you, you keep singing that. Like, you sound <laughs> like you should. You sound, sound like you, Mario? Yeah, that's how you sound like you went to hit some Come out to play a Bowser. I like to play a Bowser. Play yay. Um, but yeah, um, they, he did that for like two minutes, which doesn't sound like a long time, but when you think about 120 seconds straight of warriors come out to play, and it's just like getting increasingly more and more aggressive till he's just like, That's me. until he's just like, <laughs> how are these bottles not smashing? Yeah, it was really annoying. I was just like, That's could, me. I'm like, could the warriors just come out to play already? Like, I'm tired of this. Alton. That's me. Yeah, it's good stuff. You should see the uh, the extended version. 
Oh my god! It's yeah. It's, it's like four more minutes. It's four more minutes of just that. <laughs> yeah. and it's just that on loop. They didn't even film yeah. more. They just looped it. It's just like go cook an egg. You have time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that's it, y'all. Like I think we did a pretty good job tonight. Um, I'm tired. Yeah. We covered all of our bases. We hit all of our hot buttons. Uh, Tell you what, I do Pearl my best Star work teas. when I'm sleep deprived and incensed. That's how I feel. Speaking of incense, I bought these gigantic incense from the corner store across the street from me. And we're going to burn wow. those and see if they live longer than me. What? <laughs> we're having fun tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, like always, uh, stay safe. Stay blessed up if you if that's for you. If it's not for you, uh, make sure to make fun of your religious friends because you know that's really <laughs> the most fun about not being religious is just calling everyone stupid. Uh, but make sure you respect each other. Uh, call your loved ones; they might die tomorrow. But they might have already died and you didn't call. So you know, just stay in touch with the people you care about. Uh, wash your nasty dick beaters and your pussy diggers. Uh, keep those clean because COVID don't play. Um, and if you're a no. fan, if you're a fan of getting out as soon as you can to uh, capture that first wave. Just make sure your face mask matches your hoe outfit when you go downtown, uh, because it's still about it's staying a safe. Fit. I get it; it's a hoe outfit, and make sure the mask matches because it, it'll throw off your whole evening. You know, it really will. It'll throw off your evening. You'll get roasted. Um, really, other than that, look both ways before you cross the street. Uh, make sure you signal whenever you're at a stop sign if you're a driver. Um, Unless so you see Tyler. Eat your vitamins and yep. go to school. And if you if you see a harvest moon while driving on six ninety, drive faster. It's the only way to get yep. alive. Also, don't go to Split Rock Quarry in the middle of the fucking full moon. That's another good thing. Um, just a few more closing thoughts. Um, if you're <laughs> going to make ramen thing? noodles in the microwave, depending on the wattage, you're going to want to cook it for less time than the package says. Um, right now you're for, also going to want to not forget them for three hours. Don't forget them. Um, don't forget they're in the microwave. Um, if you're going to cook, be as sober as you'd like to be. Like, Don't divide your attention from your food while you're cooking under the influence. Um, um, a couple more really important notes. Got to get these out here for the audience. <laughs> if you're playing video games, stand up, stretch. Um, you know, limber Every on. hour of playtime, walk around for like five, ten minutes. Right. Um, if, you're, if you're masturbating... Take your genitals all the way out of your underwear. Don't rub yourself out over the drawers. And, oh my and God, if you're going to do that... Use the fucking lotion because we're in quarantine and yeah. you're going to chafe yourself raw. If you're going to do that, if you're going to give yourself the over the drawers pick-me-up... <laughs> what is this, workaholics? Don't commit to it. You'll chafe... Um, you'll desensitize your penis over time. Don't do that. You'll end up having to try to regrow your foreskin, yeah, and that's like, a thing. You're gonna, you're, what they call it, it's called breaking your governor, and you're going to have to like find tougher and tougher kinks Yikes. to get you there. You're going to have to start putting things up your butthole. And you know what? I know right. that's a lot of, it's not a lot of your things. It's not a lot of your things, and I know some of you are like, I'll try it at least once, maybe twice to make sure, three times if I love her, and... And then for I the get rest that. of our lives, if I really care. Yeah, like, if, you, if you're if you really sure, if you're not sure about getting something up your butt, but you're sure you want to try, make sure she's not the girl who will tell people once it goes sour. You can never be sure of that either. So just, like, remain constantly paranoid of everyone around you. Um, uh, disrespect your <laughs> surroundings. 
Disrespect your surroundings! And and that's really the most important things we wanted to get out to the audience today. Um, if you're listening on Spotify, you can also listen on YouTube and vice versa. Uh, you can also check out the name of that podcast on Patreon. You can check us out on OnlyFans now, apparently. Um, it's great. It's really great. We're sponsored so much. Hemp Fiber Diet's doing us great. Quarantine, yep. lining our pockets like we've never seen before. Maybe yours. Um, yep. I, I have a savings account now because the government doesn't know how to be poor, so they don't know how much is a little bit of money for me. <laughs> you stop telling them that? They don't listen. It might start. They won't hear. They're about to give us. They're 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 voting on a second round of checks. Yes, bitch. Yep. I'm essential. I need it. Yeah, it's wild. So just a couple more closing thoughts on the name of that podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking dragging it, dude. I've been doing this for five minutes. Eddie, you got any closing thoughts? Come on, the man needs to breathe. Oh, you really like intently thinking with that lollipop right now. Yeah! <laughs> Stop uh, tongue fucking the lollipop, Alton. To give an audience, uh, to give the audience an idea of what I'm doing here with this uh, <laughs> tiny pink dum dum, is I'm giving it a lot of tongue service. <laughs> it's either a good thing or a bad thing. I'm calling the police. They're right outside. I'll just like stick my head out the window, like "Hello, <laughs> officer." That's Help. my thing. Okay, so y'all ever be on the? Uh, y'all ever? See somebody fake call the cops for 20 minutes and the person they're fake calling the cops on hasn't gotten it through their head. Sounds wildly specific and... No, okay, I've I've actually seen that in multiple scenarios. Anyway, continue. It sounds wildly specific and I think you should link them to the podcast if you feel so strongly. I will. Boom. No, guys. (sighs) Well, I think that's it, everyone. Stay safe, wash your hands, um, practice safe sex. COVID-19 can be found in semen. And don't call us late for potato dinner. That's right. Don't call me late for potato dinner. Don't never call me late for potato dinner. Don't not never call me late for potato dinner. All right, my starchy companions, you have a good night.